0: Basically, how we do it here, jazz hands like that. So let's see those jazz hands. There you go. Greg's doing jazz hands. Wherever. Mac is doing jazz hands. Walter's doing jazz hands of a sort. Okay, we are live. We are live. Welcome back to the Who Move My Freedom podcast. This is episode 152, live from the Big Daddy Gun studio. Since we got our we got our lower thirds back uh, yesterday, I realized. We got it back. So episode 152, and we are talking to Greg Pruitt of the Idaho Second Amendment Alliance. Is that, did I get that right, Greg? Correct. Okay, absolutely. And uh, we heard about you through the folks at GOA. So a big shout out to everyone at GOA. Thanks for making the connection. We also have with us tonight, Walter Keller. There he goes. He's hard. To- We're working on the whole dis- the whole Thing, yeah, yeah he's trying to he's trying to get his system he forgot how to get the lower third up at oh, this I point forget, I yeah, forget. <laughs> yeah and uh we've got mac from military arms channel Yay. live from a hotel room probably right across yards. the street yeah yeah a <laughs> hundred yards away
1: hank didn't want me in the studio so
0: no that yeah
1: you don't want me sullying his new studio
0: yeah yeah you know i don't want him walking around peeing all over the walls and <laughs>
1: I do that. Yeah. Us us, us, us old men, man, we have we have a hard time controlling those things. Speak
0: speak for yourself. Speak for yourself. (laughs) Yeah. Also, if anyone wants to know, anyone in Gainesville that wants to know what hotel and what hotel room Mac is in, let me know. I will share that information for money. Because I'm (laughs) sure there's lots of fans. In Gainesville, that would love to hang out with Mac from Military Arms Channel. <laughs> if you can hit me up with some money, I will let you know all the details. You're a whore. You're a he, he, does, <laughs> yes. he
1: doesn't have the details.
0: <laughs> yeah, so I, I won't do that to you, man. You just
1: have to go through a knock on every single door. Yeah. You know,
0: just, <laughs> just go to the hotel and ask for him. Yeah, Mac. Yeah. Say, did a bearded dude come through here? <laughs> So there you go. All right. And uh, what we're going to talk about tonight, we're going to talk about, obviously, the Second Amendment stuff going on here in Florida. I actually am hearing from my uh, sources, and and I sound like Alex Jones now, I'm sure, but I'm hearing from my sources that very shortly the Florida Senate is going to pass that bill that we've been talking about, SB 7026, or I guess it's HB since it was in the House, it's going to go to the governor's desk, man. These guys have the votes to pass it. It's going to happen. We're going to get serious gun control like you haven't ever seen in the history of Florida. Coming is anybody going to abide by it? Um, Hey, people can do what they want to do and, and wind up with charges and all that kind of stuff. I mean, you know, you don't have to abide by any laws, but uh, – Something someone will catch up to you. It will give the people the ability to definitely start seizing property and all that kind of stuff. We're going to talk about all that. We're going to get into it right now. I just want to go through real quick since we've got uh, some guests in here tonight. I'm just going to shout out real quick who's in there. Uh, Brian Quick, Tango Hunter. Um, let's see. Michael Bender, Chris Illog, 33 Bravo, Bricks, Joe Carpenter, Nick of Earth, Imposter, The Tyven Show, Foxtrot, Echo, Let's see who else is in here. Ryan Morales, um, Nico Sar, and um, i gonna Hamburger Helper, Screaming Skull Saloon, Chris Bullis, Robert Norton, and uh, let's see, E Rock, what's going on, E Rock, Matt Morse, and uh, Rising Tide Outdoors, Mike the Wop, zero zero Tasman, sixty nine fifty five, so uh, Music Lover, Greg ninety eight K, Boss Hog, Scott Puccini, Beverly Delk. What's up, Beverly Dell, Allen, Allen, uh, Baby Hulk, Gen Z2A, Robert McNeely. Uh, let's see who else. David A., Timothy Chrisman, Bill Butcher. I'm just trying to ghost shadow. Uh, 5XLT man. Okay, if I miss any Mike Bryant, if I missed anyone, you know, we're we're going through this real fast. Guys, don't forget to click the thumbs ups. Let's get as many thumbs ups going here as we possibly can. Please share. Let everyone know that we're doing this tonight. And um, you know what? The first thing, Mac, you've never met Greg, right? No, other than 10 minutes ago. (laughs) Yes. So, Greg, tell us about you, man. Tell us who you are, what you do.
2: So uh, I, I grew up in Idaho and, you know, I've always been into politics for most of my life. And when I got back from Iraq, about six years later, I, I ended up starting a, a gun group because I saw, the, you know, in Idaho, one of the reddest states in the country. And I saw a bunch of Republicans going out on the campaign trail telling me how pro Second Amendment they were. And we were not a constitutional carry state at the time. And I thought, this, this just isn't right. You know, we've, we've got to have a group here in the state of Idaho that holds these guys accountable. And silly me and naive me, I thought this was going to be like a one-year deal. I'd go, I'd go tell the Republican legislators in Idaho about constitutional carry. We'd get it passed, and I'd go back to living a normal life. Um, <laughs> and here I am six years later realizing that the Republicans and Democrats, by and large, are mostly the same. Uh, they care about power. They care about money. They care about getting reelected. And and that's the end of it for most of them. Very few actually care about working for the people. And and ultimately, my work in Idaho led me to uh, coming here to the state of Wisconsin to also help with uh, gun rights here in the state. And now I kind of help other states as well across the country with gun groups to kind of teach them a little bit how the reality of the politics versus what they think it should look like.
0: (laughs) Right. Absolutely. And I think where all of us are coming to that grim reality all over the country. I know that's happening here in Florida. It's happening everywhere. We're getting laws on like the state level and the federal levels coming at us from all, all points. So. um, The, the, uh, the anti-gunners smell blood in the water, man. Have you noticed
1: like all the rallies, even in my little town, they had moms demand action rally in our little town are protesting gun uh, gun shows in in the county, uh, the counties surrounding my my county. We've already had our gun show for the for the fall, but um, yeah, they're showing up and protesting at gun shows. You never see this stuff in Indiana, and uh, yeah, it's they feel, they smell blood in the water, and they're empowered, and it's just insane how many states are are looking at passing uh, various anti gun laws. States like Florida, you would never even expect it to come from.
0: Mm-hmm. It's
1: um, it it should be this should be a signal to people that. You know What I've been saying since the elections is don't trust the Republicans. They're they're not your friend. They have done more to our Second Amendment rights in terms of damaging them than the Democrats have. In my lifetime, uh, the big gun bills were the 86 machine gun ban. That was Reagan, a Republican. The 89 ban, that was Bush 41. And then we had the 94 assault weapons ban, which was a Democrat and Clinton. His expired in 10 years. Mm -hmm. The other two were still living under. So just in my lifetime, the Republicans have done far more damage to my gun rights. That's and it's not because the, the Democrats have, have not tried. I mean, you know, yeah. bless their little souls, they try like hell. They just can't seem to get anywhere. The Republicans, on the other hand, th- on the other hand, uh, make things happen. And this is what I'm warning people, Trump will make things happen. I mean, he's He's come out and and telegraphed what he plans to do since the day he stepped off Marine One right after Vegas and said, we're going to have a serious discussion about gun control. And here he is out there saying he wants to confiscate firearms and then worry about due process. And then when everybody gets an uproar, like, you can't do that, then he walks it back. But that's what he's really thinking, guys. But anyway.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, How do you – you know? And any, any one of you guys can answer this. Uh, how do you think we, we got into this perfect storm? Not only obviously we're having these events that took place. Um, you know, I think right now we can mark from what happened in Vegas down the line to what happened here in Florida, but we've got, a, we've got a perfect storm of not only that and people calling for gun control, but also no one cares. <laughs> there's, there's like a lot of apathy, even in the gun community over this. People just are not up in arms about this. I know Why? Why?
1: first of all, the anti-gunners get to drive the narrative. The anti-gunners are many things, but stupid isn't one of them, unfortunately. So take the bump stocks, for example. It seems, even gun owners go, oh yeah, those stupid bump stocks, let's not fall on our swords for bump stocks, who wants one anyway? They're dumb, let them have them. Well, the problem is, is and all the regulations that have been proposed and all the bills that have been, have been proposed at the federal level, it doesn't even mention bump stock. we are talking about rate increasing devices. It's open-ended. Mm-hmm. It's worse than the 1968 gun control law and the sporting purposes clause. And so everybody the, – the, the anti-gunners are driving the narrative that, oh, it's just about bump stocks. No, they're actually targeting your semi-automatics, which you're about to find out here in Florida. You're going to find mm-hmm. out just how ugly it can be because you're going to be a test case for what can happen nationally. And I, I'm sorry that's happening to you guys. But you know the gun owners need to wake up, and they're going to wake up because right now it looks like the states are passing laws more quickly than the federal government is. But – the, the anti-gunners are driving the narrative. They're using propaganda and they're making it all sound reasonable. You don't want to bump stock anyway. And if this appeasement strategy isn't a strategy at all. Appeasement has never worked in history, ever, with an aggressor. And so they're driving the narrative. And we have a bunch of people on, on the NRA side, on the on the gun community side, that's like, oh, well, let's just do something reasonable. We got to do something. We got to show some good faith. Let's give them something. And we keep doing that over and over and over again, and in a hundred years, it only benefits the anti-gunners because in a hundred years, piece by piece, we've surrendered every bit of our Second Amendment rights, and that's their end game. That's their—they're playing the long game, and gun owners are playing the short game. You know, they say, "Oh, we'll give us bump stocks." We go, "Oh, okay. If that'll make you go away for a little while, then here, have them." When I was a kid growing up, it was it was, you know, black rifles. Give us the black rifles and we'll leave the deer rifles alone. Black rifles accounted for maybe three percent of the rifles sold back in the eighties. You know, they they just weren't that popular back then. And so even the NRA was guilty of doing that. Like, well, you know, look, we can give you some of the, you know, you can get the assault weapons ban if you can have this and this negotiations and, and apathy has been ongoing for decades. And, and that's why that's why you find ourselves in this trap right now. We have apathetic people because they think the Republicans are going to protect them. They think that Trump and the NRA and all these other idiots are playing five dimensional chess when in reality, what they're saying is exactly what they're trying to do. But they're just trying to make excuses for them. And then you have the whole apathetic crowd that isn't even trying to make excuses or like eh, it's just about bump stocks. So that's that's how we wind up where we're at, man.
2: Yeah. And I think I think part of it is. Is, is historical in that once one party gets power, complete power over Congress and over the White House, um, historically, the next midterm is usually a bloodbath for the party in power. And and I think that's what we're looking at right now. And so what I think the Republicans are trying to do through this appeasement process that Max talking about is, well, we're about to get slaughtered in 2018. How can we possibly salvage our efforts in 2018 and, and not get creamed by the Democrats. And so what they think they're going to do is compromise with bump stocks and some other stuff and and appease the Democrats. And the reality is all they're going to do is piss off the gun owners and the gun owners aren't going to show up at the polls in 2018 and 2020. And so I I think that's the bloodbath that we're getting set up for. And, And they're trying this appeasement process. The other thing that gun owners have not caught up with is that during the Obama administration, bombs demand action and all the local gun control groups they gave up in Congress. They don't even care anymore for the most part. They're going to try stuff, but they're not going to be successful. And so they shifted to the states. Yep. And gun owners have not caught that reality. Yep. yep. And so that's why they, they've coalesced in the states and passed gun control all across the country. And gun owners, meanwhile, are still focused on Congress. And, and when Trump got elected, I said, nothing's going to happen. Not one pro-gun piece of legislation is going to make it through. They they don't care. Republicans just don't care. And nope. Donald Trump, let's face it, based on his history, was just not a big Second Amendment guy. He was a business guy. And I said, watch your states, get active in your states, or you're going to get screwed. And that's what we are seeing across the country right now.
1: Well, even worse, I warned people. All you had to do is go back and research Donald Trump's past. Just go 20 years into his past. Read a few of his books. The guy was a raging far left liberal from New York city. <laughs> he was anti-gun pro-abortion. He, he did a complete 180 on every th- single thing he believed in to run for as a Republican. Yeah. And nobody. And I tried to warn people, you're, you're, you're getting hoodwinked here. This man is lying to you. And everybody's like, go Trump, go Trump. And we had 17 other candidates, any one of which would have been better than the orange haired clown. And we picked the orange haired clown and, and we got duped, you know, it, it's and and now we have to live with that. And the reality is, is the only real gun person within the Trump family is Donald Jr, but he's not president. And yeah. me being a father, I know exactly what my son's opinion means to me. Not much. I'm dad. I'm right. <laughs> right. And then you take an, <laughs> yeah. then you take, take a nar- narcissistic egomaniac like Trump, and he certainly isn't going to listen to anything his son has to say. Because he admittedly was raised by a father that that treated him like trash. And, you know, he treats his kids like trash, I would imagine, and and gives them about as much respect as his dad gave him. So I don't know, man. It's.
0: That's what we're all in danger of. I think, you know, listen, we. I don't know who voted for him or who didn't vote for him here. I know that I did. I had to because I have to vote. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. I have to vote. You can always vote for someone else. Um, I don't think any of us wanted to get Hillary Clinton in here. No, Um, we would have been dealing with this a lot sooner. You know, none of that, None of this is said and done on a federal level. And, and, you know, I'm just saying the other side of it. But I think we're highly in danger of it. But what's happening on the state level is just as bad, you know, and when you get this coming at you from both directions, what are you going to do? By the time this stuff goes becomes law, it's very, very difficult to reverse this. I mean, we've seen the Supreme Court refusing. Yeah, the Supreme Court's not taking up any of this. Nope. Yeah. Right. So you guys, we have to do everything to try to stop these things on all levels. We have to try to stop whatever Trump's planning on doing. We have to try to talk some sense into him before it happens or, or try to discourage him from doing that or discouraging our senators and congressmen for putting something on his desk. And it's the same thing going on here in Florida. I've been trying to save the days. Like people need to talk to the, to the Florida state senators here. And, you know, I don't think anyone's really hearing that until they turn around and this stuff, that all goes into effect. You know, The Republican governor here in Florida, Rick Scott, already said he's gonna sign this. You know, And this is someone who's thinking about higher office already.
1: Yeah, well, you guys need to organize protests. And um, you know, we did that in 2012. I showed up to our state capitol, Indianapolis, and there were thousands and thousands of patriots shut down the roads. They had the state troopers lining the capitol building, and we were all there with firearms. Um, and don't be afraid to march on your state capitol with firearms. And, we, mm-hmm. and that happened across the entire country. And mm-hmm. we stopped the 2012 assault weapons ban. Wasn't the NRA, wasn't any of the lobby groups, we the people doing the equivalent of a flash mob did it in 2012 using our new tool, which was social media. Now our voices are a thousand times louder than they were even back then. So in theory, we could organize a march on Washington if we had to, but right now we gotta take care of the state levels because you guys are absolutely right. That there's been a there's been a, a a strategy shift. You'll notice after this uh, the shooting in 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 the uh, in the school and the shooting in Vegas, they didn't they being the typical you know clowns that like to introduce anti gun measures immediately after tragedies, they didn't race out in front of the cameras and hold up their assault weapons bill like they always did previously. They were more mm-hmm. underhanded. Yeah. They 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 shifted and said okay well let's talk about bump stocks. And now they're trying to pass legislation that will effectively neuter some automatics, make it illegal for you to bump fire it with your finger, no 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 accessory necessary. They're trying to regulate that so that if you fire a gun just a little too fast, even without an accessory, you're now felon. Yeah and, and that's the verbiage of the laws that, that and regulations that we, we're seeing. And um and look at your Florida state law, Hank. You were just saying that. They, they haven't yet defined what a standard rate of fire is. All they've said is an accelerated rate of fire. Yeah. Well, you're going to have to define what a standard rate of fire is, and here they are passing a law, and they haven't even defined what the standard rate is. So that means probably the equivalent of the Department of Justice here in the state of Florida gets to pick some arbitrary number like 10-round magazines. You know, Why not pick 13-round magazines or 7-round magazines? I guess mm-hmm. they did with the SAFE Act. It's, you know, they, they pick these arbitrary numbers out of this thin air. So they're going to say one round per second sounds reasonable. OK, so if you fire your gun faster than one round per second, you're now in possession of an illegal machine gun, even though it's some automatic.
0: Right. Yeah, this is uh, incredibly dangerous. You know, I know people think, oh, this is not going to mean anything.
1: They're, they're it, ignorant.
0: It, yeah, this and, is and very happens, vague. Go ahead. I'm just saying,
1: And when it happens, we're going to hear, well, nobody told us how did this happen? well I don't understand this we we, we elected republican everybody's going to feign stupidity it's just like right now with all the stupid stuff trump has said it's it's really hard to find people that said they actually voted for him in the primaries everybody's like oh what me <laughs> it's, it's like you know everybody no, pretends look, yeah
0: anyway. i think we i think we all have to own up to who we voted for i'm happy to do it you know um and and listen, I'm still holding out hope, but I mean, it's there's not a lot. You know, it's a little tiny shred. I don't think, you know, there's a possibility here in Florida that if we all started calling up Governor Scott and saying don't sign this bill, that we could do something about it. I I highly doubt that, but we, we have to do something. We have to do things to slow down and stop these things. Obviously, if it becomes law, then we could fight. You know, we could fight it in the courts and do all that kind of stuff. But this is incredibly damaging. I don't think people really realize that they think, oh, it doesn't matter. I got my guns. There's no, there's nothing that grandfather's things in. Although someone uh, was telling us last night here in Florida that um, they can't make something retroactive, so they can't say everyone who bought these before. You're you know, you're now yeah. in violation. But I mean, but this all of this is so vague. You know, everything that we're looking at is so vague. They haven't settled this. You know, they, they've reinstated the three day waiting period. They've disallowed like if you're if you're under 21, you already can't buy a handgun. Now you can't buy a rifle until you're over 21.
1: And here's the funny thing is I can legally go in and purchase a handgun for my, my children. Like, like if I wanted to buy a 22 pistol for my nine-year-old, I can legally go in, fill out a 4473 form, buy that handgun, and gift it to him. Even yeah. though he can't legally go in and buy it because he's not old enough, I can legally gift it to him, and he can legally be in possession of it. Mm-hmm. When I was a kid in high school, I ran around all over the Kansas countryside with, with my AR-15 and my guns, and I was 16 years old. Mm-hmm. My mom bought the gun. She did the paperwork and gave them to me. So that that's thats the irony of all this.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm, hey, I'm, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm listening. I was just,
1: just going to say people are going to say, oh, Mac, you just let the cat out of the bag. Now they're going to ban that too. It's like everybody wants us to <laughs> run and stick our heads in the sand and not talk about the truth.
2: Yeah. 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 The, the reality ahead, is in most of these states and one of the – I think one of the biggest lessons I've learned is – You've got two different types of lobbying groups in your state. Usually you've got a group that is access-based lobbyists and you've got a group that is confrontational based. And there are very few confrontational based lobbyists across the country. And I, I guess for your viewers real quick, what do I mean by that? Well, if you're, if your lobbyists and, and your activists from your gun group are whining and dining with the, with the speaker of the house and the chairman and leadership and all that kind of stuff, I can tell you right now, they're getting hoodwinked. They are getting sold out behind the scenes with these guys because the, the people and leadership will sell out the gun groups and the gun owners just like the NRA does. And no, no offense to anybody in the NRA, but uh, it's been a huge problem in truth. Idaho. People
1: and, just wake up to the truth.
2: Yeah. And so when I go to the Capitol, in fact, right now, I, I just got back from Idaho and they were trying to do an investigation on me. They were trying to accuse me of crimes. And I'm, I'm from Iraq. I CYA for a living. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. after being in the army for so long. And the reality is if, if the, if the legislators in the Capitol like me, then I, then I know I'm doing something wrong because that means I'm not holding them accountable in all likelihood. And, and I found I've been on both sides to where I was trying to play nice and play these stupid games that they play. And the reality is when I show up in their district and I'm shooting videos in their neighborhood with their house behind me, and I'm letting uh, flyers all over their neighborhood and then their mom's neighborhood and all their donors neighborhoods. Then all of a sudden they start going, Holy crap, this guy is not joking around. He's, he's pissed. And all of his people are pissed at what we're doing. And Mac talked about uh, a march in Idaho. We marched a thousand people armed to our capital in 2016. And that was after three years of really hammering these guys. And we finally got constitutional carry passed but that's because we were confrontational in nature. We, we didn't care if it was a Republican, a Democrat. Right. We pounded on anybody who was standing in the way, politically speaking, of course. And that's how we got results. You're absolutely yeah.
1: right. And, and and to further that point, you know, like I have this argument on Instagram all the time. Well, we got to support the NRA because they're the only ones that are really out there. That is such BS. <laughs> that is so untrue. And that's just programming. It's them gobbling up the Ackerman McQueen propaganda. The NRA rakes in over $300 million a year, and they're lucky if they give $11 million of it to the ILA, which is their legislative branch. Yeah. And of that, they, they constantly – and they use that money to negotiate our rights away. So th- th- it's gross incompetence on the NRA side, and people think the NRA has these, these you know, huge coffers of money, when the reality is, is Bloomberg spends more in the, the state of Washington trying to pass an anti-gun bill than the yeah. ILA spends nationwide. Right. Trying to I mean, negotiate our and, rights away. But here's here's the thing. People uh-huh. go, well, who was sitting with President Trump just recently? Was it the GOA or was it the NRA? And they use that like – "This that's some great achievement. <laughs> what does that just, mean? <laughs> it, just, it, well, it's exactly. It, it, it just goes back to what he was saying. Yeah. that What that means is because they're chummy-chummy and Trump actually said, no, no, the NRA agrees with me. We're chummy-chummy. We're when you see the NRA appear with Donald Trump, what you're seeing is backroom deals being made with your rights. And, and the GOA won't be seen like that because nobody wants to hang around them because there's a great video out there showing pretty much all the anti gun senators and, and Congress critters going, don't mess with the GOA. They're far worse than the NRA. But,
2: yeah,
1: but yeah. we've been programmed to think our entire life that, you know, it's like Harley Davidson's the motorcycle to own, and the NRA, it's a lifestyle brand, is the group to back. And, and, and people have self-identified with the NRA for so long wearing the NRA hat and the NRA belt buckle that if you take that away from them and, and get them to admit that the NRA has been screwing them for decades, they don't have any any identity left. And so they, they'll fight tooth and nail to say that the NRA is the greatest thing since sliced bread when in reality we don't have our gun rights because of the fight the NRA has, yeah. has brought forth. We have our gun rights despite the NRA's best efforts to
0: yeah, you know, I mean, what do, you see, what, do you see, what do you see going on right now from the NRA? They're just trying to get more money from us. They're not pushing back against any of this stuff. They're not showing up anywhere. On the other side, like you said, the Bloomberg money, the Soros money or whatever is all going into getting protesters out there and, and ginning this thing up. On our side, we can't even get ourselves there. No. You know, we can't even get ourselves there. I applaud the guys that put this rally and tally together that I went to last weekend. I mean, you know, uh, James Ledger, that's one of one of the guys that organized this was out there like he lost his voice and he was still out there, you know, saying what he had to say and standing up. I saw young kids. There's a a group, um, Young Americans for Freedom, that uh, they're part of uh, UF. They go to UF, right? They were out there. They were out there doing their thing. But guess what, though, man? There was only a couple hundred people out there. We were lucky if we had 300 people out there in Florida in yeah. florida lola and i on sunday was our freaking anniversary 19 years of being married we were there doing it but i didn't you know we were only,
1: doing it there
0: well we weren't doing it <laughs> oh okay i don't think i don't even know if there was any doing going were, on, uh, on our anniversary <laughs> because by the time we got back by the time <laughs> we drove down there and drove back and all that kind, you know we had lunch with the folks that we went there i mean you know the point i'm making mac is that, you know, we were there, we showed up, but the rest of Florida didn't show up. And I don't think people really realize, like I did a screen capture of the part of the bill, right? And it says bump fire stocks prohibited. A person may not import into this state or transfer, distribute, sell, keep for sale, offer for sale, possess, or give to another person a bump fire stock. A person who violates this section commits a felony of the third degree, punishable as provided in, in you know, they say like the sec, uh, section here. Bump fire stock means a conversion kit, a tool, an accessory, or a device used to alter the rate of fire of a fire of a firearm to mimic automatic weapon fire, or which is used to increase the rate of uh, fire to faster rate than is possible. You know, I mean, so this- we, can,
1: we can shoot this down in court right now because I will go out there and give somebody a bump fire stock and you give me a rifle and <laughs> let them fire their bump fire stock. And then I'll, I'll bump, for, I'll bump my rifle without a stock. And what are they going to do? Say I imported an illegal device because God gave it to me. What are they going to do? Chop my finger off. It, it's asinine. Yeah. And they say that make a rifle, Simulate fully automatic fire. It's a semi automatic. It only fires yeah. as fast as federal law allows, which, you know, it's one, one function per trigger pull.
0: Yeah. But um, I, I don't think, I mean, let's understand what's going on there for people There's in no Florida, grandfather
1: in there, by the way, Hank. I yeah. just wanted to point that out. It, it, yeah. it said it made it illegal to possess. That means there yeah. is no grandfather.
0: Right. Exactly. And. As we said earlier, these guys are going around from state to state. This is all the same wording that's going everywhere that these organizations are putting out everywhere. And in Florida, when Governor Scott signs that bill, if you have a bump stock, if you have any kind of trigger that changes that rate of fire, you are a felon. If you have any kind of tool. See, that's why they're putting all these kinds of things in here, right? Yeah, well, (laughs) you know, that's what we're doing. This
1: tool doesn't work as well as this tool. (laughs)
2: <laughs>
3: you know a it's, right-handed tool yeah. yeah what's
2: up you mentioned uh you mentioned the rally and and here's here's what people have to sh- understand about rallies first of all conservatives are terrible at it we we absolutely suck at rallies because most of us have jobs and we have things we want to do rather than you know the left who generally has a whole bunch of people who don't have jobs and they get paid and bust people in and everything else uh, that's one of our big problems number two conservatives we are terrible at grassroots, by and large. We are really bad at grassroots. And the left has absolutely mastered grassroots for decades. And that is how they have actually won issues over and over and over. If you've never won or uh, read Confrontational Politics by, um, I can't remember, his last name is Richardson. He's the guy who actually founded Gun Owners of America. Read Confrontational Politics, like 100 pages long it'll blow your mind on how grassroots politics is really supposed to work because the, the conservatives for the longest time always thought we got to bring all the groups into one big tent and then we'll all fight together and all this kind of stuff. And he says, no, you do what the left has done and you separate out every single issue and you have a group for every single issue and you pound on legislators who are attacking your issue. And then when it comes to election time, you figure out which targets are the same amongst the groups, and those are the targets that you go after. Well, doing these rallies is great and all, but if it doesn't lead into actual, um, if it doesn't lead into actual activism, then it's a giant waste of time. And so yeah. having a rally is fantastic, but then everybody disperses and goes home, and nobody knows what the hell to do. And so you have rules to for radicals too. That's you have, have to have yeah rules for radicals. You have to have groups who are organized and understand how to take all of that anger and all of that power all of those names and and everything and put that into actual action. And that's where a lot of conservative groups fail. They have a rally and then they don't do anything after that. Um, And so it it turns into a giant waste of time for the most
0: part. Yeah. It takes more than that. So Walter, I'm going to, I'm going to try to get you in on this. You're in Florida and you have a business. Um, How do you think this is going to affect your business and what you guys do?
3: Immediately. I don't, well, I don't make anything that increases the rate of fire. Mm-hmm. All right, um, uh, I don't make anything. Some, some, auto, right at the moment. Um, do you make a muzzle device? Um, well, there's one that comes on a on a rifle.
1: Yeah, um, it's a rate increasing device. Muzzle comps. I'm seriously uh, okay. okay. Do well, they they, I, put I, on, I, they put them on three gun guns because they keep the gun shooting flat. I can shoot much faster with a highly efficient brake than I can with a A2 birdcage. I, I mean, I can I can rock steel at 100 yards, just blam 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 blam. Try to do it with an A2 birdcage, you can't shoot that fast.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Um, Geisley
1: three gun trigger. Do you, do you have Geisley triggers for sale?
0: No, it's a rate increasing no, no. device. No. Yeah, so um, you you don't see it as affecting your company directly, but how do you feel it's going to affect other businesses that you know, and even in the long run? I mean, do you have do you? Have any of these devices? You have a bump stock? You have any triggers or you know anything like well, you that? Know, you know, better than that. I do. <laughs> it's a trap. <laughs> I don't, don't answer I, that I, question.
3: Oh, once again, how are you gonna Okay? Go ahead. I, I know, I know you'd be a felon and all this stuff. Who's who's I wanna see the first case? I wanna see the first case when somebody gets arrested. Having just here, here's a bump stock laying on the table. I'm a felon now, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. How are you going to, how are you going to, I don't even own the right. What if you didn't even own the rifle it goes in? Here's a bump stop.
0: Yeah. But this law that this bill oh, that they're going to sign into law says that you are a felon if you possess it. Okay. Not just, not if, not just if you're possessing I it. I can, it. You. You, work, yeah. I can hear you. My ears work. I can hear
3: you. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. And I, and I get what you're saying. You're saying like, okay, is this going to be enforceable? But there's so many things. Look, if you get pulled over, And you have a rifle. I
3: understand what you're saying. I've heard this already. I've heard this already.
0: Yeah. So what I mean, you know, if you think that they're why why are they putting these laws in if they're not if they're not intending on ever doing anything about it? I I don't know.
3: I I I, I don't know what to tell you. I don't have an answer for you. It's not going to affect me directly in my business immediately. Um, Mm -hmm. um, It's not because I don't sell that stuff. Um, Not that it couldn't in the future, but I can't tell what the future holds um, as far as how long this is going to last, if it lasts at all, Um, or when it's challenged. It'll be challenged. I'm sure it will be. It's called the GOA and the rest of them will do it. Mm -hmm. I just don't know. I can't tell you. I can't, I can't. I don't like doing this getting all worked up my day to day. I did not think of this one time during the day to day. I had so much other shit going on in my shop today that Mm -hmm. I had to deal with, (laughs) to be quite honest with you. I thought about it, but I couldn't stop what I was doing or I wouldn't get, you right, pay, right, yeah. You, you got to keep. You got you to pay keep... the employees, you know, that kind of thing.
0: Right, uh, absolutely. Understand. So, that.
3: in in my world, it's important, yes, but I can't stop what I'm doing and go rally. I can't do it. Sorry, I mm. can't go drive four hours and and stand in the sun and go yeah and go back. I got to go. I got to do the work.
0: Okay. I mean, I don't. I don't. I. <sighs> so, from your point of view, what do you suggest people do about this?
3: Well, they need to the contact now, Rick Scott's a lame duck. So he doesn't give a fuck, to be quite frank with you. He yeah. doesn't care. So he's going to do whatever the hell
0: he wants to do, and he's going out of office. Right, I think I'm pretty sure he's going to run for some other I office, but maybe thinking, on a national. He's thinking
3: about, he's thinking about uh, what's his face, a Senate seat here in Florida. Okay. I but, think
1: we ought to bring back tar and feathering. Must be, a really, <laughs> must be a really effective political tool. <laughs> Around, around the 1800s I'm I, I'm, I'm for we, it I'm fine I, I with did it. this I did this we, uh, we had this far left lunatic in, in Maryville, Indiana congressman that was voting for the assault weapons ban and, and we had about 20 or 30 of us shut down his office. We, we built a, a little mannequin and uh, tarred and feathered him in effigy. We uh, used honey uh, or, I'm sorry molasses and, and downfilled pillows. And they locked the doors on the congressman's office, and they were calling the police on us. And we're all standing there, open carrying, and you were tarring, feathering, um, him in effigy, like I said. So it, 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 we we need to we need to use the left's tactics, but like it's already said, you're too busy. You're running a business. You don't have time to go do it. I'm yeah. the other mindset. I put everything on hold. I, I you know I I've hurt myself financially being a political activist because I look at it the other way. I have a responsibility given my voice to say and do something because Mm -hmm. I don't want my children growing up in a country where their freedoms are encroached upon or destroyed. I mean, Mm -hmm. I'm 50 years old, man. If I got another 20 years on this rock, I'm doing pretty good, but I have three kids and I have to leave this country in a better place. And if there's going to be a war, I'd rather it be fought now than have my children fight it. And so we need to resolve this stuff once and for all. And, you know, I'm not advocating for civil war, but what I am saying is take a look at what happened in Cincinnati um, and these states, these banned states that are banning all these things. Look at the noncompliance rate. It's through the roof. Like 80% noncompliance of people that are supposed to be registering their firearms.
3: Best thing you can do that is not comply. Yeah. And, okay. and, and,
1: and, and I'm, I'm not saying to, you what don't I'm broadcast doing. Podcasts that across the world. No, I'm not saying what I might do. Mm-hmm. but right. but but peaceful noncompliance they can't yeah. arrest a million of us they simply can't do it
3: once right. again
1: it's
3: I, uh, we should go you know if you're going to if you're in a protest go up there and take your bump stocks and carry them down the street and walk right. with
0: them yeah yeah
3: i mean yeah. if everybody got together and did that what are they going to do arrest everybody that's doing that and and what are they going to charge you with right mm-hmm. <laughs> what, what, yeah. what that makes what's sense what's the prosecutor going to do yeah. i i know hank i know it's illegal it's a third fell what are they going to do really right.
1: Come on! Especially if you had a thousand, what are they going to do? Yeah, I mean, what are they going to do? It's going to be
3: the biggest. It's going
1: to be the biggest media circus.
3: I mean,
0: but yeah, it, yeah. There's but, lots of there's lots of ways we could push back on this for sure. There's not one way to fight but, this battle at all. There's lots who, of different 90, ways to fight
3: it. Ninety nine It's like the street sweeper, the, the street sweeper gun. Ninety eight percent of the people that own a street sweeper never knew they were made into destructive devices. So they still possess the things, and it's illegal. And yeah. I see, I see yeah. pop up a shot yeah. and, and show the like,
1: shows. I laugh.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just a joke, you know. But mm-hmm. okay, they are illegal. But you know, this same mm-hmm. thing is going to happen with these bump stocks and rate-firing increasing devices and all this stuff. Everything is going to go just like normal. Now, if they want to make an example out of you, yeah, they'll make an example out of you. Um, obviously, you know. I mean, but I, I once again, I tell you what?
1: If they if they pass a bump fire stock law federally, I, I'm going to be out there doing my Instagram videos of me bump firing without a stock and say, "What are you going to do? Take my finger."
3: Yeah, I mean, once you you know, get a get a get a um a bolt action Enfield and and learn how to use that, you'd be surprised how fast you can fire a bolt action Enfield or a lever action. You know, you see it all the time. What are you going to do? Come on. Yeah. Really? Hmm.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm not going to argue the fact these are stupid nonsense laws, of course. Yeah. But, you know, this is just part of the puzzle that keeps getting put together, that if we don't do things about it, if we don't dismantle these things, if we don't fight back, push back against it and do what we could do about it, we're going to be sitting in a completely different place. Like Mac is saying, you know, 10, 20, 10 years from now, we in social media,
1: we and we in social media have a lot of power, especially when we speak with one voice, when we unite and we, we carry forth the same message. When the ATF came out with that stupid opinion letter uh, just before SHOT Show a couple years ago saying that shouldering the brace is now illegal because you'll go from a pistol to redesigning the weapon to an SBR by touching it to your shoulder, but then it's a pistol again when you take it away from your shoulder. So Mm -hmm. I started making mocking videos. I would routinely fire braced pistols in my videos. And do it from the shoulder. I just wouldn't mention it, and people go, "Oh, Mac, you're going to get in trouble." You're going to. I just kept doing it. I even yeah. went so far as to make a video where I had an Uzi Pro with a brace on it, and I had an original Uzi micro pistol, and you know, which doesn't have the facility for a brace. And I put the little thing up against my <laughs> chest. And I fire it. And I go, I- "Is this illegal? Because I'm touching it to my shoulder, uh, you know, or is this illegal?" And I put the brace. I said, "According to ATF's own regulations, this is still defined as a handgun, even though it has a brace on it." I challenged them. I I put myself out there and challenge them. I'm high profile. I didn't get so much as a phone call from ATF, because they know it's unenforceable. And if it ever goes to court, all you have to do is prove that the bump stock does not change the function of the firearm. And that is so easy to do. I'll take the entire jury out and say, "Okay, guys, here's a standard AK rifle. Watch me bump it from the shoulder, and watch me bump it from the hip. I can bump it between my legs like Carnicon. It's not hard to do. My cameraman was in awe. If you guys go back and watch my video where Rob Ski and I were doing a burndown video on a C39 V2, Rob saw – I didn't even think about it. I just grabbed the AK, and I just started bumping it, and magazine after magazine after magazine yeah. after magazine. I was bumping that thing till the handguards were on fire, and Rob was like, oh, my gosh. I can't believe you can do that. Even my cameraman had never seen me do that. I hadn't mm-hmm. done it in years, and within five minutes, I showed my cameraman how to do it, and he was dumping magazines out of the AK. It's not hard to do. Yeah. And it doesn't require any accessory. And 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 that's why I'm saying this is about regulating some automatics. This is a foot in the door to some automatics to say you can only fire one round per second and then we'll have another tragedy. Oh, well, look at that. See, guys, that 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 law didn't fix it. We need to pass another one. Yeah. I mean, one
0: round one round round per second. one more round per second, what's that going to do? I mean,
1: Right. Point now point. now we got to mechanically yeah. limit the ability of how fast a semi-automatic can fire. So now we're going to put <laughs> the equivalent of a double-action trigger pull in AR-15s. They have to have a 12-pound trigger pull. Otherwise, they're in violation of federal law because they can fire too quickly. Honestly, that's not an exaggeration. That's where this is going. Mm-hmm. And once they write these open-ended laws that's left open to a bureaucracy to determine what a standard rate of fire is and what an accelerated rate of fire is – Now, you've opened Pandora's box, and they can do just that. They can say, the gun, to be legal under current statute, must have a 12-pound trigger pull, must have a half-inch trigger reset, and then it's in compliance with the law. If we come out and measure your trigger pull, and it's a half an ounce under 12 pounds, you're a felon. That's where this is going.
0: Yeah. And, and you know, um, that's a good point. And I think one of the other things, one of the other points I see people making in the chat, I'm not going to name any specific names, but there's people there saying, you know what, I'm printing a bump stock right now.
1: <laughs> good. Go you for know? it, man. And, I am offered non-compliance. Yeah.
0: You can still, you you can, take no mistake. matter what they do, you can still manufacture these things. You can still make them. Like you said, you could use your finger. I think you can, you can bump fire a pistol. You know what I'm going to do? Oh, you can. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to have a
1: bump fire training class. That's what I need to do. I'm going to invite people to come out to a public range in Indiana, and we'll set it up for this summer, and I'm going to teach 100 people how to bump fire a rifle with
0: no stock. Bump fire technique. Yeah, obviously there's something in the water or whatever in Indiana that you guys get all (laughs) – There's something in the water in Florida is what there is.
1: We even have anti-gun measures being proposed in Indiana. It has a snowball's chance in hell, but I mean, it's just insane. Indiana is like one of the crazy pro-gun states out there. We have lifetime permits. there's no pictures or fingerprints or training requirements. Basically, the only gun laws in Indiana are federal gun laws, and we we face our own anti-gun laws right now. We're going to yeah. smoke them. They have no chance of passing. And
2: uh, we just killed one in Idaho. In fact, one of the most dangerous ones that's out there right now and that Bloomberg's been pushing, uh, they tried to make a state level domestic misdemeanor domestic ban. In the state of idaho despite the federal law despite the Lautenberg amendment already being in there they tried mm-hmm. to bring it into the state and you know of course all the republicans started getting a weak spine thinking that they had to defend domestic abusers i said you guys don't understand where this is going all they're going to do is take this as the first step and then the next step is well there's just not enough conviction so what we really need is those extreme risk protection orders we need those red flag bills and yeah. the red flag is ultimately what they're after. If you guys have not seen, the very first case out of Seattle just came out a couple days ago mm-hmm. where they went in and took a guy's guns with zero due process. That That is what Bloomberg is pushing all over the country right now. And they tried it in Idaho, and luckily we killed it just a few days ago, but it was a lot closer than it should have yeah. been.
0: Before. Well, that's written into this bill, the no, red flag. The red flag stuff is written into this bill. That's even and more it,
2: dangerous, man. Yeah. That's dangerous yeah. stuff.
0: Yeah, that's and if you're flagged, right. they can take away your CCW. They can take your guns, your ammo, all that kind of stuff. They are going to. That's see, in this bill. I mean, I'll this it's, it's it's boilerplate. They're just sharing it all over the country. That's what's I, happening. I yeah. would
1: not want to be. I would not want to be in law enforcement in Florida when when you know you're sitting around for your morning brief before you go out on patrol. And your captain says, All right, guys, we're going to go around you, you, and you go knock on doors and collect bump stocks and go collect. <laughs> I, 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 I would resign because they, they are going to push us too far at some point.
3: Yeah. Um, well, we, and naturally, we, it has to happen. It will happen. There will be Waco's all over. And, and that's the problem. And the government knows that
1: because we can organize in social media. You know, if, 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 if I did my little bump stock thing and I really thought ATF was going to come after me, all I would have to do is make a video and say, Guys, I need help. I guarantee you, I'd have a thousand armed patriots at my shop standing there uh, shoulder to shoulder with me. And we're just like at Bundy Ranch no, come take them. And and then the federal government has to make a decision do we really want to do we really want a gunfight with these people or are we just going to walk away? Well, in Bundy Ranch, whoever the commanding officer was on the ground there made the right decision and they backed off. But you know, they didn't back off at, at, at Waco and they didn't back off at Ruby Ridge. But I at some point we have to put our foot down and say no more we're done and and i i don't relish that day that's a horrible day that has to happen but they're going to keep pushing and pushing and pushing until they leave us no option
0: yeah so yeah um you know what? I was going to one of the things I was going to ask, um, you know, so we're we're in, we're spread out amongst a couple of different states here. Uh, I know Walter and I are in Florida. Well, actually, Mac, you're in Florida now. Yeah. So are you guys seeing any increased gun sales behind all of this? Greg, are you seeing anything in Idaho? Uh, sales up stuff flying yeah. off the shelves?
2: It, as far as the gun shows go, it seems like the gun shows have started to pick up a little bit since Trump kind of let let it off the rails there. Um, but as far as in the stores i'm not sure honestly you know i'm we're in session right now in idaho and almost all my
3: attention is on what's happening in the capital right now i've seen some increase in prices on stuff that's advertised um i haven't our phone hasn't been ringing off typically when it when when there was a uh what he called the shootings some of the other shootings and they were talking about legislation Everybody would just start calling numbers. They saw a number that said firearms. They called, see if you had this, you had that. That hasn't happened. The phone hasn't yeah. been ringing off the hook. So
1: that's because you have a Republican in office. People still yeah. think Trump's going to save them. And and I would say the same thing. We haven't really seen much of an uptick in sales. What's funny, though, okay. the, the consumer isn't panic buying, but go get on RSR or <laughs> any one of the distributors. And, and they, you know, just before all this came down a week ago with Trump making all the stupid statements. R.S.R. had like twenty-five thousand Lancer magazines in stock. And now they're gone. Yeah. And now they're all down to zero. So <laughs> it's 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 the dealers that are panic buying right now, yeah. and we haven't seen the consumer panic buy yet. I think I think the dealers oh, are I making see. a mistake.
0: Um, right. Yeah, they're so they're stockpiling in their stores because they believe all of a sudden there's going to be a rush to buy everything. Yep. They well, have.
1: they're they're worried about the assault weapons ban going to a floor for a vote. So, um, and, and just to touch upon that, so I, I've been talking to G.O.A. and 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 other sources. And the assault weapons ban is, is hung up in committee. So the, these these gun shops that are panic buying, they're going to wind up sitting on a bunch of product because there's a very high probability this Congress is simply not going to pass an assault weapons ban. We still need to fight it. We still need to contact yeah. our representatives. But yeah. There's a very high likelihood. They're going to go for lower hanging fruit. What they're going to target is the Nix fix and bump stocks. And, and that's going to, you know, stem the tide of, of gun control until the next tragedy, and then they're going to come for 30-round magazines, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's always something. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and this is why I always tell people, don't panic buy. And this is coming from a guy that yeah. that is partners in a gun shop. Don't panic buy because it hurts the entire industry. Because Mm -hmm. when you panic buy, that causes – as a consumer, you're panic buying, buying a bunch of stuff you normally wouldn't buy. That puts puts the pressure on the dealer to bring in more inventory because their walls are bare, which then puts pressure on the distributors and the manufacturers. It goes right up the food chain, and then when nothing happens, like after the 2012 2012, uh, defeat of the assault weapons ban, when nothing happens, all these ghost orders were placed. And people are going in, hey, give me 20,000 AR-15s. And you know these these reps at these distributors are writing up those orders, and those orders get in place with the manufacturers, and then nothing happens, and then everybody just says, "Oh, just kidding. We don't really want those twenty thousand rifles." Now, all the way up the food chain, you've hurt those companies, and many of them are going to go out of business because mm-hmm. you know they were they were spooling up manufacturing to, to meet these ghost orders yeah. that ultimately. Didn't go Never anywhere came. because of, because the, the bill didn't pass. Right. So panic buying is bad for everybody. It's bad for the consumer because you get screwed on the price. It's bad for the retail outlets because they get screwed with inventory. It's bad for the distributors and it's bad for the manufacturers. Don't do it. And again, that's coming from a guy that owns a gun shop. So yeah,
2: yeah And part of the part of the issue is sorry, Hank. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Um, you know, on top of the panic buying, I, I must have got golly a hundred emails and facebook messages have you seen hr 5087 it's the new assault weapons ban and i kind of laughed for a second because i said yeah there's always an assault weapons ban and quite frankly I, it's not going to go anywhere not every not year, they year that thing up. Yep. not a chance pay attention to it make sure your congressman know you're opposed to it absolutely right. yep. you stick with the goa and what they're what's going on i absolutely. said right here on the other hand in our own state is a freaking gun control bill. <laughs> right, and, right. And this is the mentality of politics across the country is nobody cares about their local politics. They care about the presidential election and maybe they get involved in the governor's race and what they really need to be paying attention to is their local their city, their county, well, both. especially their state legislative races where a lot of this stuff you can affect real change with a small amount of people at the local level where the president at this point he's just he doesn't care about <laughs> what a lot of people think. He's just well, I'm going to do what I want to do.
1: I, I think you need to be politically active in both at the state and federal level, because even right. though the assault weapons ban, you know, doesn't have a very high probability of passing the house and the Senate, um, they're going to go after fixed NICS, which is an atrocity right. in and of itself. I've tried to yeah. explain to people why that's bad. You know, the NRA introduced it because they were, the NRA scared of a fight. So they always want to find a compromise. They always want to make some sort of a deal.
2: Yeah. And
1: this, the, the NIC system got proposed by the NRA as opposed to um, a discussion about a three-day national waiting period. So the NRA said, no, 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 let us do background checks, and then we won't, Then let's, let's not pass the three-day waiting period bill. Yeah. Well, the NICS system has about a 98% failure rate. I've owned a gun store, and Walter, you tell me how many, I don't know, you've probably been in business longer than Oof. me, but for the last four years, of every single person that's been denied or delayed, in four years, not one of them, wasn't able to come back and legally pick up their firearm. The NICS system is nothing but a waiting period for veterans and for for other people that just have names like Johnson. Um, it, yeah. and and it, and it all it is is it's an, it's a it's a it's a freaking waiting period because it has a 98% false positive rate. And now what they want to do is fund it and make it make even more agencies report and including the VA which is the biggest reporter which will ultimately screw veterans. Because if veterans come back from overseas and they ever said anything, like if they have a 20% disability for PTSD, yeah. wham, guess what? And they say, well, you can't do it without due process. And they absolutely can. There is everybody no process. The yeah, right. There is it. no, and, no and, and, due process. And so yeah. it screws veterans and it screws everybody else. And 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 these people that are advocating for it saying, oh, we really need to do this. Again, it's all propaganda driven and it's a left driving the narrative. Oh, it's a good thing. It's a reasonable restriction. All these people that back it that are gun owners, I can't wait until you get your first denial or your first delay yeah. because you backed this. Then yeah. you get to go get a U-Pen like I had to go get one just so you can buy a handgun unmolested. I was stuck with three- to five-day waiting periods every single time I made a purchase, and I had a top-secret security clearance. My nation trusted me with our our, our some of our highest-kept highest secrets, but I can't buy a gun. Ironically, meanwhile, I have a safe full of hundreds of guns. <laughs> yeah. But they're gonna say, oh, you can't have this one for three days." Uh, and yeah, uh, we hope you don't go and play with any of those other couple hundred guns you already own. It's it's asinine. It's, from it's real crazy. Well, the only way to fix Nix is to get rid of it because we didn't have a Nix system until yeah. the 1990s, and for some 200 years, somehow we made it through 200 years without a Nix system, and we didn't have people running around killing each other in the streets. Well, it's yeah. it's so it's all feel good politics. But the Nix fix is going to happen, and and we have to watch out for that at the federal level. And we also have to watch out for this bump stock nonsense, because Trump has said, Congress, either you pass a bill and and ban these things, or I'm going to do it. And I'll tell you how he's going to do it. He's already made that clear. He's going to order the Department of Justice to order the ATF to write a regulation, which the ATF is already writing the regulation, because the NRA pushed them to do it. And they've already put it out for comments. And when they put it out for comment, that means the regulation is ready to go. It's almost ready for release. They don't put comments out, Have open up the comments period until there is a regulation that's ready to be proposed. Yeah. And that regulation is going to be as bad or worse than what you're facing in Florida at a national level. So we have to pay attention to this stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah absolutely. Walter, I know you want to get a word in edgewise there. It's not easy with Mac. You just got to like, sure, right. sure, you got to just, just, you just <laughs> got to elbow I'll, your I'll, way I'll,
3: in. <laughs> i wait, my turn. No, Florida had background check before the whole country had background check. And I think Florida's system is a little separate than than the national system. When the national system goes down, Florida doesn't go down, I don't think. Um, so yeah, usually the background checks go through, but yeah, if you've got a name like Willie Johnson or, or you don't use your social security number and you got a name like Willie Johnson, and there's a lot of Willie Johnson's at Rayford, um, mm-hmm. y- y- you're going to wait, you know, if you've got a funny Polish name, you'll go right through real quick. Um mm-hmm. But Dude, uh, there's, ten,
1: there's 10 people in the country with my last name spelled the way that it's spelled, and they still targeted me. Okay, I must come from a long line of Dutch terrorists because. My, <laughs>
3: well, or in so of you mentioned that I, I've had friends that have names of guys that are in the IRA, Irish Republican Army, and they're on the no fly list. And they get they get a, they get shit every time they try to buy an airline ticket. Yeah. So um, it's the same kind of thing you get. You know, it has no rhyme or no reason and no sense at all. So. But
1: but even even the no fly list denies due process.
3: Right. Yeah. There, and how a do you appeal it? Gross feel that? violation. Mm-hmm.
1: You can't appeal it. I mean, you have to fight it in the courts. And that's why I'm saying when, when people say, oh, you know, the, the VA is, it, it's never going to happen. They're never going to report PTSD because you got to be adjudicated through a court and all this other nonsense. They're doing it already. The no fly list is a perfect example of how they 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 you're guilty until proven innocent. And right. try proving yeah. yourself innocent.
3: Right, right, right. Exactly. Uh,
1: they absolutely do it and they absolutely yeah. can do it because they're the government. They do whatever the hell they want.
3: Right. Absolutely and and it's, it's, and it, well, it's, and like in Florida with the shooter guy here, instead of, instead of putting his name in the system and preventing him from buying, they had a, they had a system not to put his name in the system and he did whatever he wanted. So,
0: yeah, they shielded him.
3: Right, right. So yeah. if, if you would have used the system like it's designed, I guess, then it would have prevented him. From that or if, they,
1: if the FBI would have investigated him based on the multiple reports they got from right. him, or if yeah. the school would have actually called law enforcement and they actually did their jobs, they 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 didn't want him coming to school because he was found to have a handgun in the backpack and so he was not allowed right. on That's campus right. with a backpack.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Okay, and so guys go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, hold nope. on one second. I just want to uh Jay, are you there? Hey, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. So this is, hear uh, this is uh this is yeah, so Jay, can you just introduce yourselves to my audience here and, and let everyone know who you are? I know I know, you're running for uh, Attorney General, State of Florida, right?
4: Yes, and pardon if the connection gets spotty. Uh, Jay Fant, uh, State House Member, Jacksonville running for Attorney General.
0: Okay, um, and uh, you know, thank you for coming on. I know you've got some insight on this. I heard you're really fired up, so uh, we wanted to give you an opportunity to let us know what's going on from the inside here in Florida. Thank you,
4: Hank. Um, and Hank, thank you for being a patriot and a good communicator. We, um, we've left the House floor here in Tallahassee and uh, through a somewhat divided vote um, passed uh, what's called the school safety bill, which includes, in my mind, uh, some severely uh, constitutionally offensive, uh, measures, uh, regarding the second amendment. Um, most notably the, uh, prohibition of anyone between 18 and 21 purchasing a firearm of any kind, as well as a three day waiting period, uh, bump stock, uh, restriction, and maybe even worse, uh, maybe even possession of bump stock is illegal. I have to look at it again. And uh, some 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 Baker Act provisions, which might allow the Baker Act uh, to be used in ways differently, such as used to access firearms. Uh, very disturbed by this. Um, the rationale for this legislation by our so-called leadership is that it is a judgment call. And I would submit to your listeners, Hank, that the purpose of the Constitution is to prevent legislatures from making judgment calls on our rights. So um, I'm willing to certainly spread that word wherever I can. The governor will get this on his desk within a certain amount of time, and we don't know what he will do with it, um, but uh, we're in a dicey situation that, uh, that uh, prior to this massacre, I, I never would have fathomed, that a Republican legislature would allow this gratuitous uh, um, gun ban legislation, et cetera, be considered.
0: Yeah. Um, thanks. For, thanks for coming on, Jay. Thanks for doing what you're doing. I know I've spent time talking to you. I actually saw you out at the uh, rally and tally there. Um, what do you think we can do at this point? Is there anything we can do to slow this down, stop this, reverse it?
4: now it's time to communicate with the governor's office. Uh, it could be that he has a sensitivity to some of these issues. For instance, um, the three day waiting period, um, could be something that, uh, makes him very uncomfortable with the bill. Uh, but overall he needs to be reminded that there's no reason we cannot protect school children, um, without stepping and trampling on the constitution along the way. Um, The governor is a reasonable man. He's uh, one of our most successful governors. But if he doesn't hear from people, he won't, uh, uh, I think, factor in the impact of what's happened. Because remember, there's still a lot of emotions floating from the Parkland massacre. When things settle down, we need to make objective decisions. So it's time to talk to the governor. It's time to communicate
0: with him. Okay. Um, does anyone have any questions for Jay? Yeah, go ahead, Walter.
3: One of the biggest things that really disturbs me is the fact that, you know, you turn 18 like my son is, he's 18, you, they want to treat you like you got to, you can go to jail with all of the big boys, and you can vote still, but you can't do anything else. No. Nope. I mean, what yeah. the hell good is it to be 18 or be an, an adult? If you, you can can't, pay taxes. Well, yeah, and they don't, most 18-year-olds <laughs> don't pay any taxes because, well, most young people and Certain under certain, as we all know, under a certain income, don't pay any taxes, anyways, unfortunately.
1: But they they can also enlist and and go overseas and fight. Right. You kill
3: people with the same kind of guns, but you can't own one yourself. I mean, it's it's, it's so, it's so, it's, it's just crazy. I I would think that the the young,
2: I would think that the young people
3: in in, in the colleges and stuff would be out going out of their mind, but they just don't give a shit, I guess. I don't, I don't know.
4: I don't get it.
0: Yeah. Go ahead, Jay.
4: I was simply going to mention, and and all of you uh, can easily envision this, if this law passes, if the governor signs it, a a 20-year-old single woman with uh, a a child who is in a new community having to live by herself, now if she purchases a firearm, she will be a felon.
0: They can't protect themselves.
4: Yes. And uh, this uh, – so there's going to be litigation certainly uh, at the very least. And And I might add I'm pleased to see that out west there is litigation against either Walmart or Dix or both. both. Yeah. And, um, yeah. uh, and so um, I think uh, the the groundswell of grassroots constitutionalists will begin to be heard in even greater fashion as the emotions of 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 this uh, die down because what is happening now is it's really unconscionable. We my last point before I, I defer back to Hank, we as elected officials, take an oath we swear on a bible to support protect and defend the united states constitution and what happened today shows that this legislature does not take that oath
0: seriously yeah okay so let me um find out mac or greg do either one of you guys have any questions before i ask jay a question go ahead Mac. i
4: have have one question i've got about three minutes Hank.
0: Okay.
1: okay real quick Jay, so one question under this new proposed bill that, that looks like it's going to pass, uh, does that change federal statute in terms of me as a father, I can go in and buy a handgun, a 22 pistol for my nine-year-old son and gift it to him? Does
4: does the new federal, I'm sorry, does the new Florida state law change that? It's an excellent question. Um, the way the law is written at the moment is that anyone under 21 may not purchase a firearm. We know that about handguns already. Yeah. Uh, Now no long rifles or shotguns whatsoever. Can, Mm -hmm. can you possess one if you're under 21? It is uh, certainly not spelled out that way that that's a prohibition, but you and I both know that that comes next because once you get the toothpaste out of the tube on the 21, everything is fair game. I do not trust future legislatures. They're going to come back and make such fixes so that the the possession becomes similar. And that's a great concern.
3: So once again, if you're an adult and you have a hunting license, you can't go hunting. Uh,
4: that's a good point. There's, there's <laughs> some provisions in there about uh, hunting license training after 16 hours of training. Um, I'm looking at my legislative aid to, to get that. Um, uh, the, the point is, uh, there, uh, it, it, bottom line is, if this is not an infringement upon a constitutional right, I don't know what is, and I'm I'm appalled that uh, so few take that seriously. Hank, I'll do one more question. Then I got. Yeah. Okay. So,
0: so let me ask you this, because okay, so we were looking at this, and it says that you know even being in possession of a of a bump stock or and it doesn't just from what we saw, not just bump stock. It says any device tool. That changes the rate of fire. Just being in possession of it, whether you're going to sell it, not sell it, whether you're a store or a person, just possessing it makes you a felon. Um, how does that work with the ex post facto laws, you know, that we have in Florida? How does that work,
4: Hank? You are spot on. Um, immediately when this language came over, it, it, it looked uh, to me and the other constitutionalists who were left in the legislature that not only are they banning the the purchase, but the possession, which means that the government is about to be involved in a taking of property. Um, that's the Pandora's box that is being opened here. And um, so I hope this wakes up the countryside. It's past the House. It's past the Senate. The governor, it's going to be on his desk. He, he does. He needs to hear from people. I, I would call the office. Um, I'm, I'm sure that's published. Justin, where is that number published for the governors? It would be on a one of the on one of the, the any government site, um, uh, and I'm sorry, I'm not more specific at the moment, he needs to take the calls in addition to the emails to say, you know, this has gone too far. We ask you to do something about that. Um, Anything before I go, Hank?
0: No, um, what I was going to say is that we'll try to put the governor's number here in in the description. We'll find that. Thank you very much for coming in, Jay. I'd like you to come back on the show and get you here where people can really, uh, you know, talk to you and find out what I found out about you. But thank you, for standing up Happy for the constitution. It. We appreciate that. Happy
4: to do it. Thanks Patriots. Yeah. And uh, thanks for tuning in. We'll talk more. Thank you so okay. much. Thanks. thanks. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Here's uh, what
1: really scares me about the verbiage man is, is it, it's so nebulous. It doesn't clearly define what these devices are. It just says any device. I mean, what is that? Is it up to the, the arresting officer that that shows up at the public <laughs> range and he goes, son, it sounds like you're shooting your gun just a little too fast. I'm gonna have to take you in. Yeah. I mean, well, what if, what it's if nebulous. Calls, It doesn't define what that what the item is. Yeah. It just says any device designed to. Well, what the hell is that? Is it a toothpick? I mean, yeah.
0: well, I mean, we what, don't, if you, what if your neighbors don't like you? What if people don't, you know, like, for example, you know, I well, do a lot it, of shooting have, in my backyard.
3: They, they have that rat line option. Yeah. So all you got to just say to rat. Yo, uh, this guy is dangerous.
0: Yeah, or this guy that this guy's shooting really fast, and and if <laughs> if your neighbors don't like you and you don't get along, if you don't know your local sheriffs or something like that, or they don't like you or or whatever, you know, you don't have a constitution protecting you anymore.
2: Jerry, Jerry Michelek may Jerry Michalak may as well turn himself
0: in right now. Yeah. 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 He's going to be banned in. from travel. Yeah. Um, they're going to, they're going to take his, well, I, I don't want to say this about Jerry cause I like him, but they're going to have to lock his seat down, man, because that's, that, that, that stuff. You know, he's not well, the only one that's fast.
3: Mac, you should have a class with him. He should be in your class, be a teacher in your class,
1: man. I know. Right.
0: Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't it's, even it's, have to bump fire. He just has
1: like lightning fast trigger fingers. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: You know, it's it's crazy. Um, Wow. You know, and I, I really I really mean this. We have to try to get more people like Jay that came on here. First of all, this is a guy that's holding an office right now. He came on my show, you know, and he and he's standing up for the Constitution. We need to have more people like this. We need to use the abilities that we have in social media. I think lots of there's lots of guys out there who are like this, but they don't have the backing. you understand what I'm saying? The guys like us that that we're in social media and we're able to do things, we don't try to like work with these guys and get the right guys out there and get people that we can communicate with that, that understand what's going on. They're going to talk to us, listen to us and vice versa. We don't have that. And we need to do something about it before we don't have any rights. This is something that we can use.
2: Yeah. You know, something important about finding the right, you, you talk about finding the right guys who support the constitution, who support doing the right thing. Very, very difficult to find. I can tell you from working in several states and and lobbying and watching other states, I know a lot of gun groups in a lot of different states, you are lucky if you find one or two state legislators who will stand up on their principles no matter what, no matter if it costs them their election, you're lucky to find one or two. That's the bottom line. And usually if you find the guy who the leadership hates and they just despise him and they ridicule him, that's the guy. That's yeah. almost always the guy in Idaho. We are very lucky. We have seven in our house alone. And we've got two in the Senate who just make the leadership's lives absolutely miserable because they actually do what you think most representatives should do. <laughs> but it's yeah. very rare to find more than one or two in any state capitol.
0: Yeah, I think we need that. And I think if we're going to really if we're going to really push back against this, this is some place that we could do it. I would like to have a guy like this be my attorney general, to be honest with you, because guess who's going to be prosecuting things? You know, you have to think about that. (laughs) Yeah. 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 You know,
1: well, it's like Colorado when they passed the 30 round magazine ban, the sheriff's associations came out and said, we're not enforcing it. No. And, and we need, we need more non-compliance by law enforcement. You know, Police One took a poll and, and and to become a member of the Police One website, you have to have credentials. You have to prove that you're you know an employed officer. And they polled their membership, and like over 80 percent of of police officers support our Second Amendment rights in their entirety. And, and so the narrative that 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 guns you know that, that somehow when these anti-gunners get police officers to stand up in front of them you notice they're always wearing blue uniforms and not brown that's because blue uniforms represent local police local police chiefs are appointed positions right yeah. with 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 the sheriff's department it's a little bit different that's an elected position yeah. so um, it, it's a, you, have, you have appointments and you have elected and and so it cuz it, it just seems that, you know, the more rural the counties are, you're definitely gonna fi- find find uh, the fact that the, the sheriff's departments are gonna be more lenient and, and more in line with constitutional rights as you move into the bigger cities and you get into police departments, the politics they're in, uh, like Chicago and Los Angeles, and you're gonna find oh, the Miami. strongly anti-gun, yeah, yeah, um, you know, officers. But that's a reflection of the communities they serve because their communities are the same way. Yeah. But it's yeah. it's it's insane why yes.
2: non-compliance is huge because uh, in the state of Washington when they passed i-594 a few years ago, they marched a thousand people on their Capitol. and it was their universal background checks was the big thing, right And it made it illegal even to hand your gun to someone else, even to borrow yeah <laughs> and so they, these got the gun owners marched a thousand people on the capitol state cops everywhere. And the gun owners just started handing, handing their guns, guns to me. Yeah. Good. They were like, go ahead, knock yourselves out. And the cops were like, dude, we ain't enforcing that. So. Yeah, so there you go. That's okay. what we
0: need to do. Yeah, one quick yeah. thing. Okay, so um, I just want to encourage everyone to thumbs up this video. I know you might be asking, like, why are we doing that? We need to get the message out, okay? So the way that this YouTube yeah. thing works, we have to get you guys to thumbs up this video in order for YouTube to realize that this is a good video going on. So please do that. We've got, like, 350 People watching, if we can get those thumbs ups that going, that would be great. Also, I've got the number for Governor Rick Scott here. Let me uh, give that to you. We're going to put it in the description. Do they answer that
3: all the time or is it a certain hours? Don't call it midnight. It's not going to make any difference. Um,
0: yeah, I mean, or, or you, I mean, even if you call it regular hours, it might still go to voicemail. But the number is 850 <laughs> 488 Seven one four six, and definitely leave a message. Uh, let these guys know. I'll look up some other stuff, and please, it's easy to look up. So you guys can look up lots of different ways of reaching out to Governor Rick Scott and telling him, "Do not sign this bill. Do not allow this bill to become law in Florida." Social it'll media. be a dark day. Yeah, I'm, I guarantee you, he's got social media. He's planning on running for office. If you, if whatever social media you have, if you're on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter. Whatever it is, we have to from now till whenever this can happen in hours. We have to try to reach out to Rick Scott and and slow this down. Uh, what were you going to say, Walter?
3: I'm, you know, I'm a I'm a 56 year old guy. You know, I'm I'm not like a old fuddy duddy by any means. If you ask, I'm I'm looking. You know, I'm the guy that wants to still buy a mini bike. You know, I'm the 56 year old wants get a mini bike, but um, I think it's important to get the the young people, the younger people that are on the social media all the time, somehow get the word out to them so they spread it amongst their friends that their rights are being taken away Mm -hmm. because you know okay my rights are being taken away too but these are people like you know that have more to lose in the short term um in the long term because they'll be around longer than me um but and they're they're always on the interweb they're always checking their phone they're always playing with you know the thing you know doing the thing and yeah. I, don't, I don't know how you reach that group and get into that group and get them active. Yeah. I, I just. I, I think
0: you, know. you reach them with their own. I know that uh, when we were at the rally, we came across the group from uh, University of Florida, um, Young Americans for Freedom. Right. right, right. And uh, they were very vocal. I did a video with them, which I posted. It's on Hank Strange. It's on uh, Lifestyles of the Locked and Loaded. But I thinking, encourage well, people I, I, to look I, at that and share it and help I get guess. their message out. By the way, uh, YouTube, that video on Hank Strange they uh, put it up for review. So I had to say, OK, can you guys <laughs> review this? They reviewed it and they were like, this will never, ever be monetized. <laughs> <laughs> well, how, many, how many views does it have? How did, is it is it had people looking at it? What's the um, I have been so busy, I haven't looked to see what's going on with that. Someone okay. can someone can, video. Channel. I have a channel that's with the, the, the uh, young men and women of um, the Young Americans for Freedom group. They're all oh. students at the University of Florida and they were there at the rally, uh, you know, saying that this is taking away their rights, their ability to, de- to defend themselves, right? It's already bad enough that they can't uh, buy handguns, et cetera, right, right yeah, in Florida, you know, yeah.
3: So what, you know, like I said, the only thing you get to do when you turn 18 is vote for these scumbags. Yeah. And, um.
0: and, and the weird thing is, is that YouTube looked at this video and they were like, yeah, we don't want to do anything. Oh, of course not. We don't want anyone to see this video. So that's interesting. I'm pretty sure they're doing other things I don't know. I have to look at it and see how it's doing. But I encourage people to share that because the, these are very intelligent, articulate young people. And, and they, they were on CNN and they were on CBS and other news outlets, but they were heavily edited on those things. So I wanted to make sure that I let them speak and get their message out there. And I'm going to try to get them to come on the show. Right, I, think, right, right. I think Lola booked them to come on the show so far as I remember. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, Greg, I think you were trying to say something. No, I just, you're right. We got to get
2: younger people involved. Right. I mean, I, I got involved, I've been involved in politics for a long time, but heavily involved in in, in lobbying since I was about 30. And every time that I actually go meet somebody face to face, because, you know, a lot, a lot of times on social media, you see the little Facebook pictures and you never ever click on those. And every time people see me, they're like, holy crap, you're a lot younger than I thought you were. And I just, you know, I said, I don't know. I, I just felt like God was telling me, hey, you know what, despite the degree I have and how much money I can make, you have a calling to to fight for freedom and prevent our constitution from being completely burned down. And I'm I'm nothing special. I just realized I needed to get involved before it was too late, and so we've we definitely have to reach the younger crowd, and the problem is a lot of our uh, older generation, they're not adapting as fast as everything is moving in our society cool. with social media and everything. Everybody's like everybody's still on Facebook and all the younger generations
3: on like five other freaking right. social media sites. And, <laughs> and kind of like what I said earlier, I didn't want to sound like I I don't want to get involved, but today was just one of those days in the shop where I had to, I was here, I was there doing this. I, I wanted to do all that contact and everybody and doing all this stuff, but I had to do the other stuff. And next thing you know, the day's over. So it's like, you know, I,
0: I just, Hey, listen, I understand, man. And you took your time out instead of like just chilling yeah. out with the family or whatever you're here. <laughs> You know, and I appreciate that, you know, no, on top no, I, of I that. Got,
3: tomorrow's going to be my, um, um. I got to get, you know, I'll, I'll, well, maybe do it tonight with the governor and stuff. I, I but I, you know, it just, it, I hate to say it, that kind of stuff takes time too. You know, I mean, yeah. I, it, it does, you know, you can, you can take a whole, you can spend a whole day emailing and talking to people and, you know, it just, yeah. It, I have to, sometimes, some days, the next thing you know, the day has gone and I didn't get anything done. So, you know, it's, <laughs>
2: Well, that's why, you know, for people like Walter, who are extremely busy, you know, with our organization and and Gun Owners of America and a lot of the big groups, they all do the same thing. We, You know, we try to make it as easy as possible. Uh, You know, when that gun control bill was being heard, uh, we had very little notice about the vote. And within uh, about six hours, we had gotten hundreds and hundreds of emails to the committee members and just flooded their inboxes, flooded their phone lines in a matter of seconds, because all I did was say, click on this pre-written email and send it in. And what you're going to get is a whole bunch of legislators who try to tell you, oh, we don't care about those pre-written emails. Those We care about the grandma who writes out her handwritten email. That's all a bunch of bull crap. They may uh-huh. read more of those, but the reality is when they see their inbox filled numbers, with numbers, emails, numbers. they know people are paying attention. They know that that's just a fraction of the people who are paying attention. Right. There's a right. whole lot more that haven't yet contacted and right. that's why that kind of that those t- the easier we make it for people to contact their legislators, the better
3: it is. And GOA and it, they're masters of that. So Let me let me ask you, speaking of um, organizations, I know that GOA gets mentioned a lot, but there's a couple other ones, too. Some of the other ones that are out there, uh, uh, people for the First Amendment right, or Second Amendment, whatever it is. Are they any good, too? Or I mean, what's the I mean, I don't know.
0: There's, yeah. I, um, either one of you guys. I know Mac. I'm surprised Mac hasn't like jumped in here. He must be hungry. I am hungry.
1: I keep looking at my watch going, oh man, i got another 40 minutes before I get get to go eat something. Um, you know, there, there, there's a whole, there's a whole slew of, of organizations out there. You know, you have, um, you have SAF, you have NAGAR, you have GOA, you have NRA. Um, and there's, there's some smaller groups out there. Um, you know, I, 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 I've tried to pretty much focus on one group at a time simply because, um, you know, it, at one time I thought, you know, like a lot of people did when I was kind of considering the NRA and thinking maybe these guys are going to, you know, turn around. I thought, great, if we can get the biggest of the organizations to change course, that's the best option. Well, I realized very quickly, we're not going to change anything at the NRA, not probably not in my lifetime. They're going to continue to do what they do, which is, you know, fear monger, make tons of money for themselves and fly around in private jets and eat caviar and wear Imani suits. That's what they do. And, and then I started looking around. And compromise. And then, then you take a look at, you know, GOA, which I've known about for a long time. I've been a member on and off for years. And when I go back and I research them, you know, they have a 40-year history of no compromise. Matter of fact, mm-hmm. that's how they got started. They were so mad at the NRA, you know, and they're compromising and that's the same way um, Niagara got started. Same thing. They're like, you know, we can do this better. And the, these are splinter groups that went off and took the no compromise positions. Thanks. And people say, well, politics is all about compromise. And, it's, mm. and, and what are you trying to say? You know, all the other amendments you can you know, there, there's no absolutes. But you want to tell us that the second is the only absolute. What I can tell you, if you want to talk in those terms, mm-hmm. Of the other nine amendments, there's only one that says shall not be infringed. Be infringed right? mm-hmm. And so the, the verbiage is pretty darn clear, and that's the one word the, the anti-gunners have yet to redefine as infringement. They'll get around to it. They'll get around to where infringe means uh, reasonable restrictions. But right, now, <laughs> yeah. but right oh. now it still means don't touch, not a – nothing. That's what mm-hmm. it means right now. And it's it, –
0: we can yeah, never so you, let that happen. We can never, ever, ever let that happen because that—that's definitely the end. Yeah,
1: it, it, um. it is the end. And you know, we, we fought the we fought the argument that it was a collective right versus a uh, individual right. So basically, what the anti-gunners were saying of the other nine amendments were individual rights, mm-hmm. but the Second Amendment was really a collective right. It was an assurance that the government could arm itself. That makes a whole <laughs> lot of
0: sense, <laughs> right? <Wait. laughs> yeah.
1: So, it, it, and, and that got shot down by the Supreme Court. So now they, they've given up on the collective right argument. Now it's they, they have they have so many different ways they want to go after it. Now, it, back, now they're back to the well. The Founding Fathers never intended you to have an AK-47. Really? Because they could own a stinking cannon with explosive. Right, ordinance, right, So right, that right. wasn't
3: regulated. <laughs> right.
1: You know, it's like you could take down entire buildings of guns you could buy back then that were yeah. completely unregulated. If they you know, so had that's had, a
3: bunch of nonsense. If they could have yeah. had an AK, they damn well would have had it. Hells right. yeah. <laughs> and and, and, and so they so shot get, every Brit they saw. So,
1: But you get back to the GOA and, and the reason I'm supporting them is because first of all, they've been, they've been very, very supportive of us. And just today, I was shooting text messages to them. I'm hearing all these rumors, like people are saying, you know, uh, you know, um, Senator Matt or Congressman Massey was, was saying that there's the school protection, the, Vi- the school protection violence act is going to have, you know, a, a, an amendment added to it for fix nicks, And, you know, I wanted to try to get some information on that. And so I was, you know, talking to GOA and GOA, anytime I have a question about anything that's pending, I get a response almost immediately and then sometimes they'll say well we got to talk to our general counsel then we'll get back to you so they always give me solid information and so um and that's what i was looking for from the nra and they they weren't very helpful in that regard goa has bent over backwards to to give us the information so we could get it out there and couple that with the fact that they're completely uh no compromise we have to be no compromise because Mm -hmm. if 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 we i think i've already said this if we allow the anti-gunners to play their long game we keep giving them bits and pieces after every tragedy. Oh, okay. Let's do another reasonable uh, restriction. Oh, another tragedy. Let's do another reasonable restriction. Oh, you know, 10 round magazines aren't working. We got to take that down to five. Sorry guys. Oh, some automatics, you know, even with five round magazines, sorry guys, got to go to both actions. Next thing you know, we got muskets and they'll take those away. It, it's, 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 you know, they're playing the long game. And if they wait us out a hundred years using the appeasement strategy of the NRA, we're done. So, um, that's yeah. why I, I support GOAs because you, in, in this particular argument, there is no there is no infringement. It shall not be infringed, and we have to hold the line because if we don't, in a hundred years, fifty years, we have nothing left. And they and also once the second yeah. falls, they all fall. I'm they sorry. also yeah.
3: use the same tactic as the left by filing lawsuits against the stuff that's, that, you know, if they yeah. take it to court, to court, to court, to court, yep. to court.
2: <laughs> if I can, Walter, I guess a little bit more and and piggybacking on what Mac was just saying, uh, you know, at the state level. Here, here's where my frustration came in and, and started with the NRA is because in 2013, when we were trying to pass Constitutional Carry for the first year, we went to the NRA as well and said, Hey, this is what our group wants to do. What do you guys think? Oh and no, we're God. not. We're not doing that Constitutional Carry thing. No way. And so <laughs> we quickly figured out right away. They were actually blocking us from mm-hmm. passing Constitutional Carry for years. And People then, don't know
1: that. And GOA was pulling them back into line.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But, so the, the I, difference for me ultimately became, you know, I, yeah, as an organization, it's my job to understand what the gun owners on the ground in Idaho want. Mm-hmm. And the NRA comes in and they do their own thing where GOA, Jordan and, and, and Larry and Eric and all of them reach out to us and say, hey, Greg, what are you guys pushing this year? Well, this year we're doing Stand Your Ground and Castle Doctrine reform. We want to make our self-defense law stronger. OK, what's the bill? Send it. We'll send it to our general counsel. Yep, yeah, we like the bill. We'll put out alerts to support your bill. And we both work together to make that fight, and the NRA just stands in the way every single they're, – they're blocking our bill this year again.
1: <laughs> yeah, they always do that. They they did that with constitutional carry. People don't understand yeah. this. They say, why are you anti-NRA? All they do is fight for our rights. Nonsensical. If it, if it, we would not have the Heller decision if it were up to the NRA. <coughs> they spent their due-paying members' money fighting that case, trying yeah. to prevent the Supreme Court from hearing it. Right up until the court said they would hear the case, then they swooped in, and you know, with all the lawyers and everything, and then after it was decided in our favor, they claimed all the victory and didn't even mention the other organizations that actually brought yeah. the suit. And, and, and people go, oh, the NRA. It's like, my god, it's…
0: They just have the best publicists.
1: It's, it is. It's all propaganda. Do, Ackerman yeah. McQueen is, <laughs> is, is, is our propaganda masters, and people gobble up propaganda, and that's why you see all these people just regurgitating nonsensical facts that that back the NRA's position and all these all the NRA's ever done to us is screw us over time and time again and they want to tell you it's for your own good well if we hadn't done the next background check you would have had a, a 3 day waiting period you don't know that because you cowards have never stood and fought we've <laughs> defeated assault weapons bans with a with a, a you know a democratic house and senate and a democratic president and we've defeated that but they're scared of a fight they never want to fight they yeah. want to compromise. It's like that lawyer that never wants to see it inside of a courtroom. Oh, you know, you could be 100% innocent of whatever felony you've been charged with and have evidence to prove it, but you get that bad lawyer that goes, yeah, you know, I really yeah. – look, you're facing 20 years. I got you too. Just take the two. Just, just yeah. take the two-year sentence. That's the NRA. Then you have the GOA. It's like, no, nah, screw it. We're fighting it to the end, and, and that's what you have to do if you want liberty. You can't win a war if you won't fight the stinking battles.
2: Well, and a lot of it too, Mac, is it's job security. I literally had, when we passed Constitution Carry in 2016, um, we we had already defeated one gun control bill the NRA was pushing and trying to take rights away from people. And we killed that bill and we're running out of time, we're running out of time. And we finally get a good Constitutional Carry bill. And then they want to make it uh, residents only, which is what the Idaho Constitution Carry is, residents only. And we, we ran out of time to try and kick that part of it out. And I, I stood there literally face-to-face with the NRA ILA rep. And I said, what, what are you doing? This is Idaho. You guys, all you have to do is say the NRA does not support the residency requirement. And it's gone. And he's like, dude, this is job security. I was like, are you <laughs> kidding me? I said, put me out of a job, please. I'm tired. <laughs> yeah, well,
1: that's yeah. exactly yeah. what GOA yeah. said on air. They, they, they said, we're working to put ourselves out of a job. The NRA is working yeah. to keep themselves in a job. And people won't accept that. Yeah. And, and 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 just like you just like what you the story you just told. If you tell that to an NRA member, a devout NRA member, you're a liar, never happened and go NRA. They yeah. they're just mindless lapdogs and it drives you batty when you realize we're not only fighting the anti-gunners, we're fighting against our own organization that's supposed to be defending our rights. When all yeah. they care about is, you know, having lavish parties and paying themselves 5 million dollars a year and flying around on private jets.
0: Yeah, where's are the, begging where's the you for N-
1: money like they're broke? Yeah. yeah, where's
0: the NRA on all these things that are going on right now on the state to state level? You guys Oh, they'll
1: send out right? an action alert. They don't do jack. They don't file lawsuits or anything. They just give it lip service. It's just it's just like the uh, the, the 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 push for having the ATF regulate bump stocks and rate increasing devices. Oh, mm-hmm. we oppose all legislation, but we're not going to do anything to oppose regulation. As a matter of fact, we suggested it. They're talking out both sides of their mouth. Okay. And yet and yet people don't see that. You can show them that. You can show them where. And I just did it in a recent video. I show the NRA talking out both sides of their mouth, saying they they support regulation and they oppose legislation. Well, which is it? Mm-hmm. It has the same effect. Which is it?
2: Yeah.
1: Hank, if on people the, still on the, don't get it, go ahead. yeah. On the, go state, ahead.
2: on the state level, Hank, the, their typical mm-hmm. mo is this: There's an organization like mine that's no compromise. We, we, we do what the gun owners in Idaho are wanting. And so we put forward the best, strongest bill possible. And then we'll get the GOA on our side and the GOA will fight alongside with us. The NRA will come in, they'll talk to the establishment, they'll talk to leadership and they'll say, well, what do you guys want to do? And they'll look, they'll look at what we're doing and say, well, we can't do as much as what Greg's group wants to do. So how do we water it down to do the least amount possible so that when it comes to election time, we get that orange card in there. We get the NRA endorsement, and the people aren't paying attention enough to realize that they're being duped into these NRA watered-down bills, and that's what ultimately passes, um, and, and it's up to groups like ours to kind of hold these guys accountable. And we we punch back so hard enough, hard enough. usually, they're forced to go back to the drawing board and move their bill even farther to the right because they realize that gun owners, at least in Idaho, we a lot of them are waking up to the fact that, the NRA keeps standing in the way, and it and it's starting to cost them a lot of members in Idaho.
1: Okay, it's costing them members nationally. Yeah, because we are because people like us are pointing it out.
0: Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So Mac, um, you know, we've got about a half an hour here. I did oh, want to come s- on. I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> Let's
1: cut this one short.
0: Yeah. Uh, the folks, well, I'm sure people want to ask you a couple of questions. So I'll let people uh, do that now. What's the status of your channel? What's going on with you? I know. Did you just start a series of talking about this stuff? I think I saw like the first video yeah. come up uh, recently.
1: So, so the channel's back. Um, I actually have a really good YouTube rep and, um, I had a great conversation with them. It's it's uh, it's it's going to be an ongoing battle with YouTube. Look, mm-hmm. the, it, Google is one of those organizations that's so stinking big. The left hand doesn't know what the right hand's doing, and I, I, I do believe that Google, as a corporate entity, an overarching corporate entity, definitely has a political agenda. I don't know that YouTube does because I have screenshots of federal premium ammunition ads. I have screenshots of binary firing trigger ads. I actually show it in my most recent video. I have screenshots of you know self-defense ad and holster ads. And I screenshot every time I see a pro gun pre-roll ad, I screenshot it. So they're they're taking the money from our industry. And right. they're but but then they're they're slapping our hands when we talk about the exact same products that they're running pre-roll ads for. And so that tells me that they're they're, they're conflicted. So you have one segment that, that's you know willing to bend their AdSense rules because I can assure you federal premium ads that I've seen on there are in direct violation of AdSense rules, but they've managed to get those ads on there. So there's a certain group within or element within Google slash YouTube that's willing to look the other way and let us say what we want to say and do what we want to do, which is freedom of speech, which presumably their chief business officer um, says is one of their four key – um, tenants. Yeah. That right? was
0: a joke. I know. I right? don't know if everyone here has seen that video. I think you <laughs> did, right, Walter? Which one's that? The the one with uh, the head of YouTube talking to Casey Nasta. I don't know if you guys I, I didn't see that one though. No. Oh, okay. watch
3: it. It
1: basically says that he's from the yeah. former communist bloc country and and, yep. and <laughs> oh, okay. that YouTube has oh, four cool. tenants. And one of those is freedom of speech, freedom of community, the right to, you know, say what you want to do or say what you want to say and, and, and you know. The right to belong. Yeah. Right to belong. Yeah. Right yeah. To belong. And,
0: uh, like, you know, be a gun guy and be in a group of gun guys or airsofts for example, not get every single airsoft channel deleted off YouTube. Well,
1: they're, they're deleting knife channels, airsoft channels, uh, you know, uh, you know, conservative speech channels. They, they were all targeted. And, you know, YouTube is saying it was a mistake. And it, it was a mistake. They hired the Southern Poverty Law Center to be moderators. <laughs> I mean, geez. I mean, really? Yeah, what do you There's think no political agenda there, right? Oh, so, yeah. but, but, but in the end, you know, I, I talked to YouTube and, and my network, and we got it resolved again. And the, all my account strikes are gone. But it's just until the next national tragedy. It's, it's never ending. Yeah. When we, right after Vegas, we're all at Eric's, and we all started getting the account strikes, remember? Yeah. Like what's going on? And we all race off to try to get those resolved. And then right after the Florida shooting, you know, bam, we started getting hit with account strikes. This time it was for bullpup videos of all things.
3: <laughs> yeah, bullpup.
1: Um, <laughs> and and so it, it's it's insane uh, what's going on over there. But I honestly don't think I think it's a matter of you know left hand not knowing what the right hand's doing. Some some elements within YouTube are fine with our content and they're fine with with taking money from our community and running pre-roll ads for it. And there's another element that that has a political agenda that um, that that tries to squash us. And we saw that when they they deleted Hitchcock's page twice, you know, mm-hmm. Google Plus deleted him, which took him off YouTube, and then he gets it back, and then YouTube takes him off, and <coughs> it's like good grief, they don't, you know, they they have no idea what's going on over there, and I, I think they're struggling to get a, a grip on things because um, re, the reality is, is I'm sure they catch a lot of flack for having us on on their their network, but the reality is, is you got to take the good with the bad. I mean, they have to accept the fact that they should be an open platform because they, they say they are. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you you have all sorts of controversial stuff posted on YouTube. There's, yeah. there's videos on how to make methamphetamines. There's videos on how to put rubbers on. There's videos on, you know, Karma Sutra. <laughs> there's all sorts of Yeah, we're not, we're not, that my kids can find.
3: <laughs> right, we're not, criminals. Breastfeeding and all this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and,
1: and, and we're one of the few content creating groups out there that actually are talking about the constitutionally protected right.
3: Mm-hmm. So
1: it's not like what we're even talking about is taboo. But anyway, so. Long story short, YouTube, you know, back in their good graces. Everything seems to be going well. I did start a series um, called the, the State of the Second, and I, I just want to start talking about. There's so much information coming and going. Hopefully, we can get to a point where we're talking about positive change. Uh, you know, like with 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 you know national reciprocity and things like that. But right now. I, you know, first my first video I released is my position on the NRA. I wanted to explain that to people because people think that I want to crush the NRA and and take them out of business, and that's not my goal at all. Uh, I wanted to tell folks that you know my my long-term goal here is to force regime change. We need to get rid of yeah. Wayne and Chris, yeah. and once we get rid of them and put somebody in power like Pete Brownell, the NRA will become a useful entity. Mm-hmm. I just hope it could happen in my lifetime. And the only way yeah. to get their attention is to hit them in the pocketbooks, right. and, and that's that's deny the memberships and right. to go after uh, their big money donors like Midway USA, and and th- once they feel the pain, Chris and Wayne, the employees, will get shown the door.
0: Yeah. And, so and- uh, even though even though this whole um, even though this thing happened to us over the weekend, and there's some conspiracy theories about that, I tend not to believe that the NRA had anything to do with what happened to us in Florida. No, I'm talking about um, when, you know, for example, my channel was deleted. Lots of folks whoa, got strikes. Oh, yeah. Channels were yeah. Deleted. No, I don't think you did. No, I yeah. don't think
1: it was They're the too busy doing thing. other things. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. But even after that, we're like if, if they think that we're done, we're actually not done. We are, you know, like for me personally right now, I'm trying to focus on Florida because, you know, I hate to see Florida go that go down this path. So I'm focusing on that. But I have definitely not forgotten about what's going on there with the NRA. Yeah you know well, and to we have, we have,
1: yeah i i you know one of the one of the messages in that video was that you know for right now i unless the nra gets caught making backroom deals and and doing you know pulling their typical shenanigans i don't want to apply pressure to them i think we should focus as a community on defeating the laws that 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 are like flowing like a sieve yeah. at the state mm-hmm. level and the federal level and once we beat those then i'm going to refocus my energy on trying to fix the nra yeah. Right now, we have to pick our battles, and we need we, we as a community need to come together, fight the real threat—the Diane Feinstein's the chucky Schumer's and and you know Nancy Pelosi's of the world—and stop them. And we can do that here the next few months, and then we get back to business as usual, filming gun videos, and occasionally poking the NRA when they they say and do something stupid, which doesn't take them long, right. because it, you know, yeah, they're routinely I've... sticking their foot in their mouth.
0: Yeah, go ahead, Walter.
3: One one thing I'm I'm kind of with all the stuff going on here in Florida and and. and but Doing what I've been doing and not paying uh, – paying attention but not being crazy at uh, paying attention. It's just kind of taking me back a little bit going, I never thought I'd see this shit here. I really didn't. No. I mean I don't care how many people – they didn't do this when the, when the guy shot the gay bar up, did they? Nope. No. No. They but it's the it.
1: exact same thing. It's the exact same thing after – um, the 1994 ban, I, you know, we didn't have social media back then, but we had gun shop counter banter. Oh. Right. And I remember going into the gun shops, and everybody going, oh, that Clinton assault weapons ban. It's, it's not going anywhere. It'll never happen. It'll never happen. Boom. Oh. It happened. And then everybody's like, how did this happen? Right. You right, know? Right. Um, well, I lived through that yeah. whole thing. so
0: We had a bunch of we had some dudes from Saudi Arabia get on some planes and take down the buildings and kill thousands of people in America. We never banned people from Saudi Arabia. Nope. We, we never banned planes. Never banned their money. Yeah, we didn't do any of that stuff. Um, um We still bought the oil. Yeah, we still continue to fight some of their fights. Well,
3: one, well, one so, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. I've yeah. said enough. So that's that's why I've just I'm just kinda of taken back. I'm just kinda of going, Damn. It kinda of reminds me of you know like Obamacare and we don't have time to read it. Kind yeah. of, you know, that whole thing I think, we don't I have think time to sense... read the bill.
0: I think they sense that a lot of the, you know, they realize like on a national level, people might be paying too much attention. I think like Mac was saying, but on a state level that people aren't necessarily paying attention, you know, and those of us here in Florida, we're enjoying the weather and whatever else we're doing. Yeah. Fuck, it was beautiful today. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I mean, uh, yeah, Mac, uh, by the way, Mac, welcome to awesomeness. I know you it doesn't you, you, last you, you, that
1: long here. Hey, I, it, it is it, it's it's really it, nice. It's 38 degrees tonight. I feel like I'm back home. Oh,
0: yeah. During the day it was beautiful though. God, yeah, man. it was really not. I mean, Mac, you had to go through like ice storms and snowstorms and stuff like that to get here, right? When it's 92 out
3: and it's 90% humidity, it's like, oh fuck, come on, bring on January, February. Please, please.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So one of the things, this is like a complete turnaround here, and I want to remind everyone who's still watching, please, like. Hit us up, yeah. give us those thumbs ups. Uh, I really appreciate it. So I wanted to talk to you guys. I've been kind of like teasing the Big Daddy Unlimited thing, right, I don't know who's heard of it, who's not heard. So Walter, yeah, Walter, you've probably heard of it. Um, I know about it, yep. yep. Yeah, so Big Daddy started something called Big Daddy Unlimited. Basically what this is, you you can now get uh, wholesale prices on guns, you know, and, and basically what you do, you pay a subscription fee, it's uh, $9.95, OK, and then you can go in there and you can get uh, guns, ammo, all kinds of good stuff at basically what you would pay is shipping. That's it. So um, we it's soft launch right now. Uh, I'm encouraging people to go there, check it out. You know, if you're going to be in the market for stuff is a good way to save some money. I still think we should save some money right now. You know, oh, Yeah. yeah. With, yeah. with everything going on, you can get ammo, you can get all kinds of good stuff. Uh, Big Daddy Unlimited, there's a link in the description of this video that you guys can go check that out. And, uh, you know, I will also, I'll leave it open for, for you guys to tell me what you think about that. Good idea, bad idea. What do you think? Uh, Greg, you want to approach this?
2: Yeah, that's, I think that's a fantastic idea. I mean, everybody's still struggling, I think, a lot economically and any, any anything we can do to Getting in on getting some cheaper guns, I don't have any issues with that.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I'm not encouraging people to go out there and spend all your money. I know lots of folks. Mm-hmm. I saw people in the chat saying, "I'm not rushing out there to buy guns because I don't have any money left." <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, that's that's you know, from the that, last time, like Mac was saying about the uh, the 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 rush buying and the and the and, the, and the, all that stuff. So many people go out and bought three hundred dollar receivers, AR receivers, and you know when they went down to thirty bucks, they, it'd be like. Be like me, and today with the, this law passing, be like going, what happened, <laughs> what happened. So yeah. don't do that. I if, as as a gun person, I've never fell into that that ban rush thing, going out and buying magazines and all that stuff because I know what happens. It's a cycle. It yeah. goes up. And it goes back down. Yeah, you
0: should buy those down. things slowly anyway. I mean, I always buy magazines. I always buy ammo. Oh, I do too when the price yeah. is right. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. when things get really crazy and prices go up, then I just chill out. I don't, don't buy anything.
3: Oh, I
4: don't need that
0: stuff. Yeah. You, know, mm. you know, unless it's something. Uh, well, oh, okay. If someone comes along with a bullpup. <laughs> i'm probably gonna find the money <laughs> he cannot can't stay away from the bull i pump. cannot let matt get more bullpups well it's too late he's bull got pump. yeah he's got way more bull pups than i do but I'm, just, I'm trying to catch up so you know but but this is a way that you can save some money and do some things out there obviously i work for big daddy guns so you know full disclosure you guys should know that there's like big daddy all over this thing but you know so I stand to benefit from it, but I think it's a good idea. Uh, Walter, what do you think about it?
3: No, it's, it's access is always good. You know, I mean, um, not to take it away from the guys that have shops and stuff. Because sometimes you want to see things and touch things. But um, right. but right now, I mean, the way the Internet is anyways, people buy a lot of stuff by just seeing it on the Internet. and They buy it and it comes through a shop. So I think it's good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, more options are always good. So Capitalism, brother.
0: Capitalism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I'm like always, uh, it's like Costco. For guns and bullets. <laughs>
3: like,
0: I wish Costco was like that. I wish I had a Costco here in Gainesville, but the, these people around here in Gainesville they protest at Costco every time they try to. pull leftist, leftist. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Mac, what do you think, man? I, I value your opinion on this. I know you. No, I think it's a good idea. Matter of fact, that's
1: what we 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 did with Patreon. So uh, mm-hmm. at a certain threshold at, at Patreon, um, you get. Special pricing over at Copper Customs website, which is yeah. really, really, really silly low prices. We yeah. grossly violate MAP.
0: Um, you've got, you've always got really good deals.
1: <laughs> well, we we did that through Patreon, so we've been doing it now for mm-hmm. almost a uh, well, yeah, six months I think is when mm-hmm. we started the program. We got the website updated, so you become a Patreon, you have access to deals, and plus we post deals to our Patreons all the time that you know we're always out there shopping trying to find. Close out deals because a lot of distributors oh. are struggling right now, mm-hmm. and yep, uh, we'll yep, we'll yep. buy stuff at ridiculously low prices, and we just pass that savings straight along to our patrons as a thank you. Yep, yep, so yep. yeah, I think it's a great idea because we've been doing it for a little while.
0: Yeah, um, yeah. maybe you know, like at one if, I Mac, want the, if Mac does it, you know, they, it's got to be good. Absolutely. I <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't even know, like, how you find some of these deals, man. I don't know. I, you probably don't want to tell us your secrets. Well, so <laughs> it's that. secret
1: sauce. It's 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 all. It's not what you know, too. You know.
3: Right. Right. You so, get calls from you get calls from distributors saying, "Hey, man, we got to do. We got to move this product. We got new stuff coming in." Yeah, I mean, the, and
1: that's what it is. It's, it's they have to move. Finding, they have
3: to move inventory to get ready for new inventory. So it's 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 like we had all those OSS cans that we were selling for three hundred fifty
1: bucks. They were eight hundred dollars suppressors. Wow. And we yeah. were selling them for three hundred and fifty yeah. bucks. And, and OSS
0: is like they're like real. I mean, those are my babies. Technology, yeah. I mean, that's It's yeah. amazing when,
3: when with, you're when you're overstocked, you got to move products. So you know.
0: that's what we did. We committed to buying
1: a ton of them, and we got them for a silly low price, and we blew them out. Man, people were like, "Really?" I mean, it's, sometimes the prices are just so low, you think we're lying. Like this yeah. is going to be like you know something you got from Amazon that's been shipped to five different people, is <laughs> shipped back, and it comes just crumpled up in a box. You know,
0: no, uh-huh. it's not. or something it's literally made in, a brand in China. New item.
1: Yeah, a knockoff made in China. Uh, no, that's not what we're doing. But, yeah, star so roasters, yeah. Yeah, I think it's a great idea because, you know, people people do want, you know, to be able to to save some money. And yeah. uh, I don't blame them. It's a rough economy despite what everybody tells us how the economy is on the rebound. I, I'm not seeing it. So, well, I yeah. mean,
3: there was there was 47 million people on on government cheese and just because Trump got into office, they're not on government cheese anymore? What happened? I I don't know. <laughs> They're still out there. So uh, the bookkeeper changed. Well, yeah. of course. Yeah. You
0: know, yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And speak, by the way, speaking of suppressors, uh, I think on Friday we had this video game guy on here, uh, Drifter. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's got 1.3 million subscribers. We were talking to him and he's a gun owner lives in Texas. I just made a, uh, a section of this video so people can see it. I'm probably going to turn it on tomorrow or something like that, Mac. So we were talking about guns. He owns guns. He he plays these video games. He has guns and all that stuff. He says that he thinks uh, suppressors are just for killing people.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's got that one quirk, right?
3: And and he was you surprised know? how how the gun shop there made it so they helped easy. so much easy, right? Right. Yeah. He was a. I don't think he said he wasn't offended. He was like surprised or or taken back or or yeah. or you know, and it's like really.
0: Yeah, I hey, think it was it was being
3: deaf's cool, man. I love yeah. being deaf.
0: <laughs> well, that's what I told him. I mean, uh, first of all, you know, I was glad that he came on. He came on to talk to us. You know, we were right. all gun guys and he came on to have that conversation, which I think was good. Maybe we you know, gave him a new perspective. But I said to him, if you think suppressors are evil for killing people, then you think mufflers and cars are for killing people.
1: <laughs> yeah. This is this is this is what we're this is what we're going to do. Uh, well, actually, I'm not going to tell you about that. I, I can't oh. tell you about that. We, oh. we got something fun we're gonna do. We got something fun we're gonna do for, for another video series thing we're gonna oh. do. But what oh, you okay. need to do is is tell this guy to get on Google and try to find one case, one case where an illegal suppressor was used in a crime.
3: Oh, he's he said that. He's he mentioned that. That, yeah, that that they weren't. That, you right. Know. right. Still, right. Would,
1: I mean, it, Hollywood. You know, you know, running around and and shooting people in the back of the heads. Criminals don't want suppressors on their handguns because it makes them the size of rifles. Criminals right. use handguns because they can slip them into a pocket. Right. When you right, double right. the size of the handgun by putting a suppressor on it, it's kind of counterproductive. That's yeah. why they don't use them. And and it, it, with with ten dollars, I can go into a Menards and make a very efficient suppressor at home. It's what not the hell hard is it, to do. What's a
0: Menards? You don't have Menards, uh, Home, like Depots? A Home Depot. Yeah. Oh, Home
1: Depot. Yeah. Okay, okay. I was you like, can go to a Home no. Depot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Tasty Freeze, Burger King, Jack of the Box. Pick <laughs> one. Uh-huh. Um,
0: crystal. But, yeah. Crystal. Yeah, yeah, we got this. Uh, yeah, that's way worse than White Castle. Do you, do you, have so you ever like, heard of White Castle?
1: Yeah. Oh. oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Dude, that was like started in St. Louis. It was the original gut yeah. bomb. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, but yeah, I mean, I mean, it's it's not like it's 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 high speed technology. It's you can ancient one. It's ancient yeah. technology, yeah. Right. Uh, turn of the century technology, two right. centuries yeah. ago, um, yeah. <laughs> and and it's it's uh, yeah, you can easily make one. Yet they're never used. So people, people, it's just like machine guns. You know, we're we're having to convince uh, millennials that have grown up under the eighty six ban. We're having to convince them that machine guns aren't bad. That before nineteen eighty six, I could walk into a gun store, and pay five hundred dollars for an AR fifteen or seven hundred dollars for an right. M sixteen. The only difference being the two hundred dollar tax right. and a three week wait. Three week wait. Three yeah. week wait. <laughs> yeah.
4: Not a year. Right, right. right?
1: And and, and yeah. but yeah, we did and how many of those legally owned machine guns were used in crimes? A statistical zero. I know an off-duty police officer shot a guy screwing his wife, which I think is justified. Uh, Mac, yeah. Mac
0: 10. <laughs> and there might have and,
3: and there might have been one other thing. And stolen it, one, occasionally a stolen one.
1: Right. But they were right. statistical zero. They were not used in crime. And yet we got them taken away from us. Why? It's just like the bump stock thing. Yeah. They they target a community that's that's very small. So the people that own bump stocks and use them and enjoy them, it's small, you know, community within our own community. And so mm-hmm. the, the, we can easily throw them to the sharks. And that's what happened to the machine gunners. They are a very small community At the time, And so yeah. it was very easy for the NRA to throw them to the sharks because mm-hmm. it didn't matter. And so and that's and that's what the NRA and, and a lot of the other groups do, is they think, yeah. oh well, you know, this is a small yeah. enough minority within our community, we can just throw them to the sharks appease the anti-gunners for a year and we'll worry about next year. Yeah. What we're and it's
0: it's too bad because um I know from experience that you could be having like a really tough day and you go shoot a machine gun. Oh yeah. You're all smiles. Um. <laughs> yeah. It's very very close to sex.
3: Rainbows and unicorns come out and all that <laughs> stuff. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know, and it doesn't matter what sex you are, it's very close <laughs> to sex. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter like what gender you identify <laughs> with or any of that stuff and and the weird thing i was thinking when i was editing this video is like because i forgot to tell him i mean in europe in canada for example very easy to get suppressors yeah they're easy unregulated unregulated and it's it's considered
1: rude to to show up at a public
0: firing range without one and yes yes right so how in america are we and here's a video game guy the reason we the subject even came up because he recognized uh what was it i had i had a chris vector Chris, yeah. Yeah, with a suppressor on it. And he recognized it from playing it in the games. Like, how are we, you know, how is that making people think that this is so, this is just a killing machine, the suppressor? That's, I mean, you've totally deflected from the actual machine. because he, so he, it's, that, it's,
1: it's it's all ignorance man you don't understand things that you've never had experience with so right. he shot guns and so he came to the conclusion oh guns aren't evil if you take him out and let him shoot a suppressed gun he'll come to the same conclusion oh yeah this isn't evil people people tend to hate or dislike things that they have no experience with they're fearful of things they don't understand and so that's yeah. why it's so good to take you know new shooters out and give them oh, a yeah. fun experience at the range I, I I've taken the staunchest anti-gun people out. <laughs> And and taking them to the range, and not one of them said they had a bad time. Right. Now they didn't. They didn't all say, "I'm going to race out and go buy a gun no. now." But they 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 said every single one of them smiled and said that was awesome. Now I see why you enjoy it. You know, I'm conflicted, but you know, I, I may not like guns still. But now I now I understand them. Right. Right. Yeah. We, we've we've just put that wedge in there uh, to get them closer to reality. Yeah. And and it, it, but people naturally are fearful of things they don't understand or have no experience with, and it's that ignorance. That, that allows um, people like you know, Chuck Schumer, Nancy Pelosi, and Feinstein to capitalize on that ignorance, especially in a highly emotional um, right, right. state. And they, they know that that's when they have to pass their bills and their laws.
0: Yeah, I, Greg, I, I wish we could, um, I wish we can get legislators that are trying to put all these bills into effect to do to do some of this, to go shooting, to talk to us, to go out there and like have us even try to explain to them what's going on here and show them the differences. Because a lot of times we're here, we're ta- we're preaching to the choir, but these guys don't really understand what they're, do- I mean, I, I don't think people like Nancy Pelosi. Well, <laughs> they don't that's, care. That's okay. It's, it's yeah, all fine. about
3: what they think the public wants. It's,
0: yeah, fine. it's-, it's, it's it's emotional I, logic. I,
3: I don't, don't know, even yeah. understand that part of it. I don't know how they I I, I you can ask an anti an staunch anti gun person what are you so scared of and they can't answer. They can't they can't tell you what they're scared of. I mean, I I I don't get it. But I, fine I, it's irrational.
0: Yeah. yeah. Feinstein said when she, I, th- I believe she said, I think I saw that when she was talking to Trump, she's told him that she was under threat. And and um, I think the police, her local police department in California helped her get a gun and, and trained oh, yeah. her. and She carries a gun, but she doesn't feel like anyone else should do it. And then people don't you know, I'm sure she I don't know how old she was when that happened. But then she's also advocating to take that ability to defend yourself away from young women out there. You know, and in a state like Florida, like the highest crime rate we have is sexual assault.
1: Here you want to hear another funny one, Hank? This is what this is what cracks me up about the current state of events. So just a year ago under the or a little bit longer than a year ago, under the Obama administration, everybody said that the cops are bad, cops are evil, cops are you know just shooting people like crazy and, and we need to, you know, get control of these cops who have guns. And now with Trump in office, they're saying Okay, we need to turn all of our guns in, so only the cops have them. When these are the same people that were saying the cops were the bad guys, wow. it it, yeah. it makes no sense.
0: It doesn't. It doesn't. It's a complete turnaround. You know, it's a complete turnaround. Okay, so um, I'm uh, Greg. I don't know if you seven to- minutes until dinner. Yeah, exactly. I know. I know. Greg, did you want, we can wrap this up a little short (laughs) because Mac is starving. He's He's been withering withering away. Yeah. Okay. So here's what I'm going to do guys. Uh, Let's, let's wrap it up. And uh, Mac, what, what final words, I'm going to give Greg the last word here. So Mac, what things do you want my audience out there to do know about? Just be
1: politically active guys. I say it all the time. Just, you know, just set a reminder in your phone um, every day, write an email, make a phone call, do something uh, and, and definitely join, you know, a group or groups. You don't have to belong just to right. one group. A uh, you know, pro-gun, uh, you know, lobby group. So just do something every single day. Just make it your mission. Make make your New Year's resolution a little bit late, and just res- make the New Year's resolve to to actually get in the fight. Because if you don't, you're going to wake up one morning and you're going to say, "How did we get here?" And all we'll be able to say is, "We told you so."
0: Yeah, you'll be a little declawed kitty out in the bush. Yep. If you if you don't do anything about it. OK, Walter, what do yeah. you have going on? I know you're building the guns, building I the stock of feel like a declawed kitty today. Um, yeah. <laughs> MP5 stock, by the way, uh, Mac, Walter. I want to see working, that. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah, yeah. Working on an MP5 stock. MP5, Where is it?
3: MP5. I don't have it with me right here. Um, MP5. You never have
0: it with you. <laughs>
3: <laughs> There's MP5. a pattern here.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't exist. No, <laughs> that could be said, yes. Um, yeah. I think it, Mac is calling you out.
3: I'm calling you. Out. MP5. Oh, because I want one. MP5K stock. That's uh parts are being anodized right now. Uh we're gonna do a straight up MP five stock also. You've seen my um C Z stock. Um
0: um yeah. Wait, just, did we get did we get one for um for the guy uh, what's his name? What's the name of that guy that works with you? I forgot already. I sent him one. Oh, you did? Okay, cool. Right I'm, just board, sure. yeah, yeah. I'm just making sure. I'm Just making sure because he's the CZ king. If we yeah. if we don't figure out a way to get him one of these, yeah, we'll hear about That's it. He'll pull, it. he'll pull the Omar? plug at us. Yeah, Omar. If Omar, Omar doesn't get one, he'll pull the plug at <laughs> us next time. That's all uh, right. Mac That's is uh, broadcasting from Indiana.
3: <laughs> oh, I'm out, of, I'm out of gun control. Says so MP5 stock is a rate increasing device. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that, but um, that would I'll be a tough. that yeah. would be a tough one to prove it makes mm-hmm. you feel like it goes faster. Um, but, um, yeah, just building the guns and, um, you know, trying to keep my sanity, um, in the shop here. So, um, and um, I'm going to go out and I'll be, uh, I'll be working the crowd tomorrow for this, the governor thing.
0: So awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. So Greg Pruitt, uh, Idaho, second amendment Alliance. Thanks for coming on, man. I'm going to give you whatever time you need here to uh, reach out to the people, let them know what to do to help you guys out, etc. cetera.
2: Yeah, well, I, I appreciate you having me on. It's been uh, fascinating. I've never done a two-hour podcast before. Holy cow. <laughs> yeah.
0: right. uh, just be um, glad. I'm, I'm, I was going to do three hours, back. man. I was going to go like Joe Rogan <laughs> and do three hours. <laughs> um, no,
2: it's fantastic. And, and piggybacking on what Mac was talking about, getting involved. And, yeah. you know, obviously, I'm a state-level politics guy. We, our organization, you know, we do fight at at the national level. Um, you know, we, we always hope that the GOA and NRA are taking care of that. That's not always the case necessarily with uh, some of those groups, but uh, GOA are fantastic. At it, you know we work with them at the federal level when we have to, but you've got to get involved at state level politics, and you have to be very very careful about who you're aligning yourself with in your state at, at the state level, and and ultimately that's why I had, I had the little tiny YouTube channel Second Amendment Activist. And, and I, I, try, I thought, you know what, I, I lobby at capitals and I know what goes on behind the scenes and all the dirty tricks and politics that these mm-hmm. guys make. So that was my goal in, in starting. It was trying to help people understand the behind the scenes stuff and what you're not seeing necessarily as the regular gun owner who's looking at your state capital going, what in the world is happening right now? Yeah because there are groups out there who do fight and are confrontational in nature that help expose the corruption that's going on in your state capital. And if it's happening in Idaho, it's happening everywhere. Is and in Florida? probably <laughs> a lot worse for that matter. Um, you know, we had a sitting Senator and a sitting house rep who were both married and they were, they were going at it. Apparently during their entire tenure, they're still in the Idaho Capitol as elected officials and uh, the corruption, it just runs deep. And so you have to be very careful about who you align yourself with, number one. And number two, you cannot compromise, not just on gun rights, you can't compromise on your values and the promises that you make to gun owners as an organization, you have to stick to those. If you sell out to the politicians who are gonna wine and dine you and try and bring you into their their little close circle, if you sell out and go to those guys, then then you turn into what the NRA has become And, and not to get another dig at the NRA, but that is what has happened. To them, unfortunately, is they've wined and dined, and now they're really close with the big politicians and the president himself. And so, you've got to avoid that stuff at the state level politics. And 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 we've I've I've learned the very long and hard way that that was the reality uh, that these people don't care about you. You can't educate them to your side if you can't educate your own family members to believe in the cause of the Second Amendment. Your family members who might be more liberal or more anti-gun, <laughs> you sure as heck aren't gonna convince a politician who doesn't know you and does not care about you, it's not gonna happen. Don't waste your time trying to educate these people to your side, they understand one thing and one thing only and that's the political two by four across their face of if you don't do what I tell you to do, we're get, the gun owners are gonna toss you out at election time
0: and that, that's the reality you have to face in your own state. All right, cool. Uh, and so how can people follow you on social media?
2: Um, you know, I, I have my own little YouTube channel. <laughs> like I said, right, what is
0: it? What's the channel?
2: It's called second amendment activist. Okay. Um, that that's one way, but after watching what's happening to you guys, I'm sitting there going, I only have like 200 subscribers. I'm not even sure I want to get involved with this crap. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, it's getting crazy. You know, I know Jordan Stein from GOA. He and I both jumped onto minds.com, uh, because it's an open source platform, so it's not really controlled by it's not controlled by any of the big uh, social media giants. And it's actually very similar to YouTube and Twitter and Facebook. They kind of combine it all. Uh, so I've got a thing on there. I have a Twitter handle and all that kind of stuff. Second Amendment activists. It's
1: uh, right face- over your shoulder. What's that? It's right over your shoulder.
2: Well, yeah, this is this is for our, our state. group. <laughs> I was talking about my <laughs> own <laughs> Second Amendment oh, okay. activist stuff. So um, but I, I appreciate you having me on. And it's
0: it's been fantastic. Awesome. Thanks for coming, man. We uh, will And we'll definitely have you back. All right. So I know Mac has got to eat something. I want to thank everyone for <laughs> joining us, all the folks in the chat. Mac, thank you. Greg, thank you. Walter, thank you. All right, guys, I'm going to cut it short right now so we can meet Mac down the block and have some food. Uh, if you're in Gainesville, stop by. Where are we going, <laughs> man? Where are we, where we're, we're going, going to to Applebee's, to man. Yeah, yeah Apple we're going, man. going to Applebee's. Yeah, if you coming know that where the Applebee's is in Gainesville. Uh, well, I know where that's
3: at. It's right around the corner.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Yeah, that's uh, where we're going to be. Stop on by. (laughs) We're going to be there eating food. See you guys out there. (laughs) Um, See you guys tomorrow. Good night. Peace. We're out of here. All right. right,